We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this. The first token of the Oranic Priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty, should we do so. We agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Are we live? Uh, yeah, good evening, brothers and sisters and non-binary <laughs> listeners. This is Bobby. With me is Kendra. Hello. Welcome to the Fireside. Today we have a guest I'm very excited about. Uh, one of my near and dear friends, but she's got a whole story towards her whole entire life. We all like we all do. Great introduction, Suze. So anyways, here's Susanna Anders. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi Suze. How's it going? Oh, it's uh, it's it's going. Kendra's going to yawn a lot because her grandpa's in the hospital. She's oh, my God. Sorry, grief. guys. I'm so happy. I'm so excited to talk to you that I was like, no, I'm definitely, I don't care how fucking tired I am. I'm talking to this chick. So uh, here I am. I will be muting a lot. Um, no, no worries. So Susan and I have known each other for what, like five, six years? Yeah, probably about there. I can't believe it's been that long. But I guess it makes sense. I mean, the pandemic's been three, and mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going into our third year of the pandemic. And then we worked yeah, together for like good. three years. No, but I love our origin story because um, I started working in January. We both worked together, and we were just we were just homies. Like I mean, we were we were cool with each other. And then Suze went to England for a month, <laughs> and then when she what? got home, when she got home, we were like we like had missed each other or something and we were oh. like it was like old home week and we've been tight ever since so That's yeah so exactly cute. i was like oh shit bobby's still here hell yeah <laughs> I made bobby's you still up, at but I you. hell yeah, <laughs> yeah are you in that tiktok too because i'm always like hell yeah <laughs> Hell oh hell yeah. yeah! I'm on all. I'm on gay TikTok. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Suze is old school because, uh, she was the original OG Vine girl. Oh, oh yeah. I had a I had a Vine's not dead party when they <gasps> killed the app that I went to, and I'm like, I don't know how to do this. She's like, just, <laughs> she's like, just wear your clogs. <laughs> it'll be fine the theater kids will carry you yeah and they did they carried me like i was one of their own bless their hearts they're like you feel uncomfortable we're so comfortable with ourselves we got this. <laughs> i don't even think i was uncomfortable i we actually talked about this recently i'm like uh because what how old are you what is the age difference between us i'm now 26 years old so on my own insurance Whoa. Oh, <laughs> that's a great milestone <laughs> Is it? Um, no. Feels so we're good. Six, we're six years apart, and we know each other for six years. So at the beginning of our friendship, I was like going to her college parties as a as an older twenty year old. Yeah, <laughs> like someone in their late twenties. Oh, yeah. you scared the shit out of this co this classmate I had at the Halloween party. Like, oh yeah, I made tears. her cry. <laughs> what happened? Okay, so here's the story. <laughs> Or do you want to tell us? No, I think it's better. I miss. I'm missing details. (laughs) Okay, so so uh, it was like that for. It wasn't our first Halloween Mm -hmm. or something. Oh, maybe I don't know. It was either our first or second Halloween as friends, and um, the theater kids throw great parties that just is what it is what so, well i was a theater kid in high school so there's like no, no alcohol. college we're talking, we're talking college what is it like in college college it's like the theater Creative. kids are still doing theater are like 
I'm really fucking good at theater. Excuse me. I'm really good at theater and no, like I know it. Believe it or not, Suze, you are allowed to say fuck on this podcast. Oh, hell yeah. This is what I'm hell going on yeah. ABC. Hell yeah. Is this a family podcast? Um, yeah. We have one of our friends list or kid listen to it, which we love. But hey, Titus. Okay. Hey, Titus. Well, sorry to that he's, one he's child. Fine. He's cool. He's cool. He's, he's down. Yeah. So college parties are just like theater kids who have found themselves like really exploring their personalities to the fullest so it's pretty it's pretty wild so i had taking center stage (laughs) it was it was how it was the weekend of halloween and i dressed up like a skinwalker oh my god and how do you do that (laughs) okay well we had the jaeger meister salesman guy came in um and he had these masks that had horns and so, like, I repurposed a couple, and I turned myself into a skinwalker. Oh, my God. I was, like, all in black. My skin was painted black. And I had, like, a blue handprint over my mouth. Like, I was in, like, war paint. And um, had, like, this black veil and shit. I, looked, I guess I looked freaky. Um, <laughs> I guess I looked freaky because I went with my other, like, not my uh, Sue's friends to... Uh, the haunted house nightmare on 13th and no one tried to scare me they thought i was part of it (laughs) (laughs) so anyways i was drinking with my friends all night i get home toby is drunk off his ass and he calls me he's like if you don't come to this party right now bobby i'm gonna start screaming (laughs) (laughs) that's very dramatic yeah yeah no i mean that's it's just what it is right so i go to this party it's like winding down there's like an hour and a half left and I get there, and I'm standing in the backyard with Suze and, like, one of our other work friends and his friend. And we're just, like, shooting the shit. And I'm, like, staring at this chick dressed like Pablo Escobar from across <laughs> the party. <laughs> and she – none of you guys really like her, right? That's what the vibe um, I was getting. She's very You know, annoying. I didn't know her. She was new. She was a freshman that year. So, like, I think she was just tolerated. Yeah, everyone was saying she was, like, overly dramatic, and that's saying something for the theater kids. So uh, she came up to me, and she's like, could you just, like, not scare me? Because um, I actually cried today because uh, Halloween scares me so bad. And I'm like, well, why are you out? And uh, I just proceeded for, like, the next hour and a half. I would just find her at the party and just, like, stare at her until she looked at me from across the room. (laughs) Made her cry. I won the costume party, which is, I feel like, is a huge honor especially with theater kids yeah they came but out she eventually was like tripping and she came, she's like seriously i'm upset and i'm like you need to calm the fuck down i'm like i'm not gonna it's halloween i'm not gonna do anything to you i'm like i'm a girl obviously my tits are out i'm like just <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> and she was like ah! <laughs> bobby you made someone cry at both parties you attended with me. well so <laughs> another party oh my god <laughs> where i had my first shot ski uh, yeah. For those who don't know, a shot ski is four shots glued to a ski that everyone takes together. Mm-hmm. And Susan and I are family. like six inches apart. <laughs> this is pre-COVID. Yeah, that's fine. It that was, was normal. Good. We didn't even wash those shots no, I'm out not. after people. Like, <laughs> just it's alcohol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were like doing schnapps or something something horrible for to shoot 99 bananas <laughs> but no she deserved that because she was being aggressive and i took the one bit of information i knew about her her age and i was like what are she's trying to get one of our friends to leave with her and she's like i don't want to leave with her and i was like well she'll just talk to you tomorrow dude she'll talk to you tomorrow and i'm like what are you 19 leave <laughs> 
and she was she was, she was stressing. She was. That's all I had. That's all I had. <laughs> what are you, brown haired? Get out of here. What are it's you, like- five three? <laughs> and a quarter? <laughs> so yeah, invite me to your college parties. I'll be the oldest one, making people cry. <laughs> Whatever, I don't care. I stand by both those nights. <laughs> Standalone performances. <laughs> and then one time we went uh, to watch a showcase, and it was awful. So I was on my phone the whole time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and Suze was like, "You know, it's like really disrespectful to be on your phone like later, like a week or two later." And I was like, "Yeah, no, that's why I did it." <laughs> like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> giving my review. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, that was a rough show. Oh, it was so rough. It was so rough, and they that was one of those. It could have been good moments. It was really where you're just supporting your friends. Yeah, it's just like we're just here for you. I'm so glad I'm out of this. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, Suze, if you would have been a part of that, I would. I don't know what I would have said. I don't even know what I would have done. Bobby, I would have not invited you. <laughs> I'm like, you can't come to this thing I'm doing. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> or that's In high how school. You that's how you would have prefaced it with the invitation like this is some real bad shit make sure you're a little lit please don't be obnoxious yeah exactly <laughs> i like uninvited my parents to one of my musicals in high school because it was bad oh <laughs> like, no. what musicals like, hey, were you in oh god like 15 musicals what but um i was in an and a version of Fidian's Rainbow at Boise High, <laughs> which is a story about how a white man gets turned into a black man. Oh, fuck. And he learns about the world. But the problem was we had no people of color. Oh, oh black. Please tell me you didn't do blackface. No, we didn't do blackface, but they did like rich and poor. But also this theater director, he would like be like, we're having rehearsal. And then he'd just like fall asleep. And we'd just like. <laughs> <laughs> he was on heroin. Yeah, I don't know what he was on. He was on <laughs> yeah. But also, they were like, I got into this show because I was in the varsity choir, and they were <laughs> making us do it because no one wanted to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, oh, who wants to read for the pastor? And I was like, oh, I'll do it, you know, because my dad. Because your dad. And they're like, great, you have the role. <laughs> and I was like, no. What? <laughs> Yeah, no, Suze like, is a super sarcastic son of a bitch, and she how just many, gets her, she how many people, things. How many people were in your high school? Um, At Boise High, I believe it was like 1,500. I graduated with like 500 kids. Oh, my God. See, because I always tried out for plays, and Mrs. Street would never put me in a play. And I'd be like, all my friends are here all fucking summer. Why I'm wouldn't gonna she? I'm going to be here. I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. Because I feel I like think... you're, ta- you're talented, and but we and we have I understand that Richville Thank High School's you. drama is very prestigious in the state. But like, <laughs> oh, I'm serious. We, so anyway, the the point is, I just would show up to rehearsals anyway, and she'd be like, "I'll put you in this spot, and because you have big boobs, you're gonna be the floozy and guys and dolls, <laughs> or like uh, you're here all the time. I need something to somebody to do this, so you can do that." And it was just like yeah. I tried out, I tried out, yeah. and I know I was gonna be here all fucking summer. Like, so that's be- funny that they're like, um, please read. Okay, you got it. I'm just going to try this. Out. It's yours. <laughs> well, let's actually discuss for the for the people who don't know, for our listeners, uh, you are the daughter of a preacher man. 
number one preacher, the pastor in the North yeah. East, the Northwest. I what? Know, I don't know if that's still like the standing statistic, but it was at least in the conference, right? It's not like the yeah. whole. He includes some TV evangelicals. He might not. How do you? Count, how but... do you win? How do you win being a pastor? Yeah, so like your being, flock or how what? do you get number one pastor? Oh, so like his. The way it worked is he just had like the largest church with the most members and like returning memberships, basically. <gasps> oh, so, so and, like, like weekend attendance, right? It's not so, like, like a Sunday, vote where it's Sunday rigged weekend. or anything. That is, I mean, it kind of yeah, is no. a vote where you show up with your presence. That's yeah. really <laughs> cool. So did you it's guys? Cool. You guys started in West Virginia, right? Mount no, Mount. Did so you? Um, my parents are both from West Virginia. Mm. They're from Charlestown. Um, but the seminary where my dad went to school is in Dayton, Ohio. Oh, that's right. Ohio. Every time I see your Ohio or Iowa meme, I always get messed up and think, I can't remember where you're from. So I never send them. (laughs) Yeah. I'm from, I'm from over there. So if I ever send you a, wait, you're from Ohio. If I ever send you an Iowa meme, know that you're just in my heart, my thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) I'll appreciate it. I'll get it. It's basically the same place. I feel like it is, right? I don't know. It's the Midwest. There's so, definitely less presidents from Iowa, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So how do you, like, how is it being a preacher's child? Do you have to move every time you move congregations? Like, is yeah, there a so network of, like, pastors and churches that you do? Explain to us how yeah. it works. I don't know how we're, it we're all Mormon, works. Totally. So explain it. Okay. <clears throat> So when my dad started preaching, because he wasn't officially ordained by the United Methodist Church, he kind of had like an internship gig, right? They're like, go to this church and do whatever. And that was all in Dayton, Dayton, Ohio. And then he got ordained. And then once he was finally ordained, they, uh, like they, um, what is the word? They basically assign you to like another church and that's where you would serve. And like, depending on how the church is going, like, do the people like you? Is it growing? So forth and so on. They'll keep you there or they'll move you. Hmm. And so that's kind of how it happens. But so for my dad, he spent all the time he was in Ohio at the exact same church. Okay. So he grew that church from about like 25 people to about 700 people. Holy shit. Pastor Dwight. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> that is more it's- people than any Mormon church I've ever seen. Yeah. And like... Christian church isn't like Mormon church. Like uh, yeah, people yeah. like put their soul and their heart into it. You know, like oh, wait, not just wait a minute. <laughs> they're wait, not just playing uh, the organ because they're the only wait. one who can play the organ. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. No I'm getting slander, so no fucking slander. roasted right now. <laughs> but there's practice for those harmonies. I don't know about Mormon oh, church. Oh my God. I- That's funny. <laughs> I'm a little it's a I'm gonna have to production. go unmute for a minute. Just um, so nurse my wounds. When did you move from Ohio to Idaho? We moved my senior year of high school. Oh, oh no! Suck. No, no, no! I was like totally down. I oh, really? Like, well, all my friends kind of graduated, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, I want to get out of this town." You know, like. <laughs> And then you just did. And we were like, and where's the like, hot girl? See ya. Yeah. Suze, by the way, is a total Gemini. Everyone, here's oh. your little background on Suze. 
She is a <laughs> innocent looking. She's like five feet. She's a cute little Gemini. <laughs> five foot br- three. Brunette. Uh, she looked like a little Asian when she was a baby. Uh, she's dark. She's beautiful. She's a beautiful little girl. But she, everyone, because we worked in the restaurant industry, everyone, all of our bosses thought she was so innocent. <laughs> but she is a little bit of a wild child. She's a, she's a, she's a Gemini. And she can cry on command, which is the most psycho thing I've <laughs> ever heard of in my life. But it makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> Well, it's <laughs> we really were like, funny. Yeah, when we were like co-captains, uh, I would get her to c- cry on command all the time, and it would seriously stress the dudes at our company out. <laughs> like, at one point, my boss was like, he's like, I know you can cry on command, but he's like, is this a real tear? Is this a fake tear? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, see, I can't trust you anymore. Why would you say <laughs> Were you like, why would you say that to me, Matt? <laughs> I have a question. Were yeah. you able to mask as innocent oh, because yeah, of your s- spiritual upbringing? Um, I think as I don't think it's masking. I think it's literally my personality at this point. To be fair, I don't think she's putting a mask on. She's just letting people believe what they want. Yeah. Oh, okay. That is people. very chaotic of yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just <laughs> like, she's just like, whatever. Cause like, uh, I was talking to Papa Stan, who's like a 42-year-old chef, all tatted up and stuff. And he was like, Suze doesn't do stuff like that, does she? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've got alcohol poisoning with Suze on more than one occasion. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, she was fine! <laughs> I'm like, this girl throws the best parties. She's always up for nonsense. You're always down to cloud, which I appreciate. You're always up for just like madness. So you are, you're, you're a real one. But I love that. I love that uh, innocence you got. That it just it gets us. I feel like it's gotten me personally out of shit before. Yeah, I think it's just my face. Like I don't really like. I'm not trying to do it. <laughs> no, but I feel like I'm not. I don't think you're trying to do it either. But you understand that it's advantageous, right? Oh yeah. And it's kind of a fun <laughs> reveal to be like, oh, by the way, I'm a little shit. <laughs> I'm like, even I'm so devious, you know. Like, no, you were. I mean, like it's like funny devious though. Yeah. No. Like, no. How not many, evil devious. How like, many chaotic. plots have we have we hatched? How many schemes have we hatched where we're just like, let's fuck with this person today, and then we just c- continue to mess with them the whole entire day, and sometimes it goes on for months where we're just messing with someone because we're bored. Like, yeah, it's that spirit. That's, that's, I love it. <clears throat> that's how I deal with people. Is I like pick on him just a little <laughs> just a that's little why we bond. in like a Same funny way, way. <laughs> yeah you're like peeves the poltergeist cute yeah. she's my little peeves question <laughs> yeah. are you on facebook Answer. i need to get a face i need to get a face yeah i'm on facebook or you can hit me up on the gram ah that's preferred yeah 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 i was gonna my, tell you uh, that where's she's the like, gram she's gonna need to look at you <laughs> my instagram's just my name so you can Spell it out. I can uh, <laughs> I can add us in a group chat real quick if you would like that. Oh yeah, put us together. I'm already her friend. Follow. <clears throat> she her. Thank she. you. Um, Climate.nasa.gov. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna need to talk about that too. We're, you, uh, are you know, cute. you've had a co- you've had a conversation with me. You know that I'm all over the place, but um. Oh, you're a s- what do they call him? Scrounger? Nope. Scrabbler, <laughs> no, nope. uh, climber. Yeah, but what do they call it? Uh, scrambler. Were they? I've I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like scrambling up mountains. Yes. Like, to a degree. All right. Well, to a degree. What to is degree. your What is your she... hair length right now? 
this long in oh. April? No, no, I chopped. Point of view, you're an ant. Oh, that's right. I forgot. You, you're, you're, you chopped your hair off. That's right. So okay. did we did. Um, I have yeah, short hair now. Suze is like a, a crazy climber. She's fucking swole. Yes. Um, I, you I'm talk, getting. You want to talk about that, Suze? You're being a little. You're being a little. Uh, humble. A little humble. Um. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I'm not that good at climbing. I'm just like annoying about it. Uh, <laughs> but I'm when I went Lies. to the U, I was I like found climbing. I was like, oh my god, people do exercise for fun. I didn't know that. I'm so, waiting for my <laughs> moment where I'm like, oh my god, people do exercise for fun. Yay! Yeah, I had this <laughs> moment. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then I tried out for the U of U climbing team, and I like scraped onto it somehow. And I was like, I gotta secure my spot. So then the next year I became the treasurer, so I didn't have to try out, so that I could stay on the team. <laughs> so I was like <laughs> the worst on the team, but like climbing with like the best in the school, and it was like super awesome for me. <laughs> but we competed at nationals uh, two years, and I think we got second place both years when I was on the team. But it wasn't thanks to any of my help. So. Wow. It's so cute. I, just I mean, like, that also seems, awesome. I mean, you're ripped yeah. and you weigh like 10 pounds. Like, how I believe that you're good at this. I'm sorry. We don't have to I, delve into it. I'm pretty good, but those girls are next level, you know? I might I, weigh 10 pounds, but they weigh 7.5 pounds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all arm muscle. And it's only <laughs> arms. They literally don't have torsos. I literally just watched the Alpine Nerd. Alpiner? Alpiner? Oh, the alpinist? Alpinist! What is that? You'll, you'll learn this about me. I'm not very smart. Uh, the alpinist. No, we, we, we know words. On, we just don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> on Netflix about Mark <laughs> Leclerc. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was a really good little doc. And really, I mean, I, I mean, spoiler, sad. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. I actually had I had no idea who that person was until I watched it. So it's about yeah. climbing. Kind of cool. Yeah, he's yeah. a big climber. He just would just he would just climb because it was fun. He didn't that's, do it I mean, to that's like. Su- I'm pretty sure that's why Suze does it. Yeah, that's what yeah. reminded me of it. Like he she was just... actually in France when the when the world shut down during the pandemic. Yeah. What? Yeah. It was awesome. Pause. Go on that. Okay. Do so... that. <laughs> I had planned this trip for like over a year. So, like, COVID's happening, and I'm like, well, well uh, we kind of already paid. And it's like, we don't know what's going to happen. We should just go. Yeah, I feel, so like, this when you like, left, I feel like when you left, it wasn't you, – because you were there for, like, a week and a half before it got crazy, right? Yeah, it was, like, middle of February. So, like, yeah. we get to France. There's still all this hubbub of in England. Some people mm-hmm. are wearing masks in the grocery store, and, like, we're like, oh, okay. Anyway, and then, like, a weekend, Italy shuts down. Like, Italy's down for the Oh, count. my God. And we're like, huh, I wonder what's going to happen with us. And we're just like climbing with these British folks. And like, then we go out to dinner at this restaurant in France. And uh, I guess during this dinner, the president gave a speech. Which and, one? The president of uh, France? Macron, the president of France. Okay, thank you. Macron, or I don't know what uh-huh. his name is. But uh, he gives a speech and he's like, yep, we're shutting down the whole country. <laughs> like, you can only go 10 kilometers from your home. You cannot leave your home unless you're going to get groceries or you're going to the wine store or the cigarette store. Or the fair, <laughs> fair, keeps going. fair he goes, the, the bakery. He's like, you know, the only the essentials. <laughs> <laughs> and but so, what about the, people who didn't live there? Um, yeah. So we just like, uh, 
went back to our little jeet in the countryside and just like we were just like go climb in the forest and we would <laughs> you know like, sorry to our little cabin and that's what we would do until they were like the next and like three days later the president was like you all are awful people he's like <laughs> He's like, I told you you could go 10 kilometers and you went 12. (laughs) And he's like, now you can only go five kilometers. And he's like, and stop recreating outside. (gasps) Oh, and that was you. (laughs) Yeah. And he like shuts down the forest. They shut down the forest. I didn't know how. (laughs) How did they do? They put logs on all the access roads. Forests So you couldn't go into the park. And if you were parked on the side of the road for the forest, they just like hit you with a 300 euro ticket. (gasps) (laughs) But the Holy other crazy shit. thing is like it's so, fucking around, man. No, like, no every town <laughs> every town between us and Paris had cops sitting on both sides of town. Mm. So if you left to go anywhere, uh-huh. you'd just stop and talk to the French National Guard or the police. They'd be like, Where are you going? And we'd be like, uh, we're going to the bakery. <laughs> Le bakery. And then he'd be like, Do you speak French? And we'd be like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, Go, you know. You look French, but, so I bet if you like if you could have spoke French and pulled it an accent, you could have pulled it off. I feel you and you and yeah, Alex no, both I, look French. I did a lot of Duolingo before I went over there, and oh, then the second yeah. I got into a room with a French person, I couldn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I am too. Like I, I like understand what they're saying and stuff, but I'm too intimidated to like engage. Well, I like, just know that my French is very bad. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like Your as mom? bad as it could be yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, just no pre- way the president literally told you you couldn't leave their country no they just told us we couldn't go five kilometers from where we were staying so like but, you can't go to the airport well we did <laughs> okay because that's so, how I'm, that's how i'm asking is like are you allowed to leave well so we just like called delta and moved our Mm. flights Mm. and then like got on a plane like no problems we had like some other friends in fonda blue with us there was this other legendary climber beth rod and she was there at the same time and we kept running into her all over fonda blue and she was like oh let's exchange numbers and so she was like the some of the last americans in fonda blue with us as we were like texting like oh do you think we should leave now and they'd be like oh we're gonna wait it out a couple days (laughs) so like we had like someone we were like corresponding with (laughs) <clears throat> which was kind of fun and then yeah i had one friend who the second that there was like the trump announced that they were going to close the borders to america right Ugh. he freaks out he books the next f- flight out of france he's only supposed to be there for two more days so he books the next <laughs> flight. <laughs> it kills me he books the next flight out of france the only flight he can get is a first class four thousand dollar one-way Holy ticket shit. home oh my god and he does it <laughs> and he leaves his friend who's supposed to be staying with him for two more weeks <laughs> he says see ya you could keep the rental car just return it on the due date bye <laughs> oh my god like he, and he panicked just pieces then, out huh? he panicked he left he was out out of france and then so this our friend eric ended up he was supposed to stay with another American, and they also were like, "Ah, we're out." And then, so he just ended up, and we're staying in a, a cabin that's like the size of, of maybe like a bedroom with a bathroom attached to it. Like it's uh-huh. tiny, like it's, it's like a, a lofted bed. Yeah. yeah, no, it's tiny. It was just for two of us, so like, we're all three of us in there, and our uh, Airbnb host was like, took pity on us. She was like, "I have extra cabins that are like, bigger, and you can just stay there." <laughs> Oh, so nice. <laughs> so that was nice. But 
I secretly wanted yeah. you to just get stuck there. Like, imagine if you were still stuck there for some reason. And you I was started, kind of pushing you to stay. Yeah, like, I was like, just start a new life in France, Suze. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> the French are awesome. They threw toilets through, like, the president's window. No, I love like, the French. They're, they're hilarious. <laughs> so it is true that the French firemen light themselves on fire and walk into police lines at, like, I protests? Yeah, they light a lot of cars on fire, too. That's, like, a I fucking big love the French, French thing. I fucking no, I love, them love too. the French. They're, like, so fucking metal. They don't give a shit. And we should all uh, try to be more, strive to be more like them because they yes. don't put up with anything. When, when Gov- what's his name? George W. started calling him Freedom Fries. I was like, the fuck? No. <laughs> Do that. No. Freedom <laughs> Fries. No, I don't think so. I can't, I can't believe I'm saying, it. I'm saying it, but I miss George W. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fool me once. You ain't gonna fool me again. You can't fool me. <laughs> you can't fool me. You can't fool me. There's an old saying in Tennessee. No. <laughs> I remember watching that mouth agape. I was super into politics when he was in president. And I mean, I guess I am now, but too, but like it was a different, it felt yeah. like a different kind of mindset because I was in college or in high school. Yeah. And, I think uh, I voted for him in the elementary school election. <laughs> oh, I remember those. <laughs> Did they so do that stupid. in school? Uh, well, we had a mock election at South Severe Middle School. I voted for the kid I had a crush on. So. I don't oh, remember what, like who he was president. representing. No, but he represented, like, they had, like, a school-wide debate, and they, like, you went to the ballot, and you cast your ballot, and I just was like, you're hot. I don't remember who you represent, but that's who I'm voting for. <laughs> well, believe it oh. or not, that's, Trump got votes because his wife's hot. Oh, that's totally I've a ta- thing. I've talked to people who've straight up admitted that. I'm like, what? What a weird thing to base your vote on. <laughs> but now I guess we know, Kendra. Every vote counts, yeah. I guess. Okay, right. so we're... Uh... You're in France. You're in France. Yeah, I'm in France. You're not even allowed to scramble. <laughs> no scrambling. Yeah, they said no more climbing. And then we thought, what's the point of life anymore in France? <laughs> <laughs> that. It's not the baguettes. <laughs> There's nothing for us. There's nothing left. Oh, you're just so. on the French countryside, but fuck it, right? Come back yeah, to, to the U.S. and Trump. Cool. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, let's get back home. Let's hurry back home before we get into some more trouble. No, <laughs> uh, and I, yes, yeah, so then we came home and we just sat in our apartments for two months. And at one point, I texted my boss and I was like, I heard I'm unemployed. And he's like, Yeah, you're unemployed. Ah, oh, shit. I was like, How? Sick. How? We, the restaurants were closed. I had no job. Oh, so then he was just like... He was like, it's not personal. And I was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just could have been back in France. Yeah, I could have just stayed. You could have fired me from abroad. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. <clears throat> please just. Oh, wait, he didn't let you know that you didn't work anymore until you got home? No, I texted him. <laughs> oh, my God. I fired myself. I said, I don't have a job. <laughs> this is This is... I'm just getting a... A headache. Anyway, sorry, I worked for that company for too long. Maybe, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps <laughs> you worked here longer than I have, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm just like motherfucker. Like I'm ready I, to explode. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like my first three years of working there, like I was just in college, so like I wasn't paying any attention to anything mm-hmm. happening. In the, uh-huh. I was just making it through life. It was funner. I f- felt like it was funner then too. Hmm. It was super fun for like my first year and a half, and then. <laughs> things changed and it was still fun yeah. i still had a lot of fun like i feel like we had a lot of fun 
Oh yeah, a lot of shit. We got up to we got up to some shit. We went skinny dipping after work. <laughs> you did? It was great. It was good fun. Yeah, East Canyon skinny dip. Susan's a real Ooh. one. She'll come. She'll come on out. That's so <laughs> fun and nice. Lovely. And fun and nice. Yeah, I just think that people who accept skinny dipping as like a thing that you do as friends are just genuinely accepting people, or just want to see you naked. I can't well, decide. No, I don't think. I, no, it was it was nighttime. But uh, I feel like if right. I had a coven, Suze would definitely be in it. Like, if, if I do have a coven right now, she's definitely a part of it. That's so cute. Yeah. I'd get a part-time membership. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. We definitely have lunches in the graveyard. Yeah. We did birthdays in the graveyard. And that one that uh, father and his daughter rolled up and they were like, who are you celebrating? We were like, us. Because <laughs> they thought we were, like, celebrating someone's grave. Like, we were going yeah. to someone's grave to have a birthday. Because we had, like, birthday. It was my birthday, by the way. And it was May, the first no, day of the pandemic. Nobody so could like, tell. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> so we're only, like, two months in. But we're all going, like, stir crazy, I feel. So we're like, let's have, like, a distanced... Uh, birthday party for me up at the graveyard. So there's only like mm-hmm. what it was me, Fatima, Rachel, and Cassidy. Cassidy with hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like people were up at the graveyard just because there was nothing to do. Like it was the busiest <laughs> I'd ever seen the graveyard. <laughs> and this guy, there, this this guy and girl on a Harley. It wasn't because Memorial Day was coming up. That's not why. No, it no. was. It was because of the. It was seriously because of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> So they're like, who are you celebrating? And I'm like, it's my birthday. Me, it's my birthday. <laughs> the chick came over. I, like, let her drink my drink. <laughs> Sue's climbed a tree. <laughs> yeah. We had a we had a ranger at the cemetery oh in true form. <laughs> yeah. She's just climbing a tree because she's like, I got to climb something. No problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, ADD. She was wearing her Rob Roy t-shirt. Listen, I'm not judging. I'm saying this is me in your shoes. I'd be like, well. I think I'm going to keep climbing trees as an adult just because it's like, why are you doing that? Yeah. I was actually jealous. I haven't climbed a tree in so long and I know I just couldn't do it now. But I was like, oh, you could do it. Let's try. At our live fireside, we're all doing a tree competition. Yeah, please let me climb my first tree in 20 years in front of a crowd. Yes. yes i'm writing it down <laughs> perfect i can bring some i have some bouldering pads we can put under the tree yes. in case no, of no, accidental no, no. If I'm fall. falling out of the tree i'm falling out of the tree i've fallen out of i feel, feel like i almost <laughs> <laughs> like i'm gonna fall out of the tree <laughs> no but um, i'm I... gonna pee my pants at the thought <laughs> okay. so my mom's front yard had an apple tree when i was growing up and i had like this mm. long like long branch but it was super thick so you could like walk on it and then my brother and i uh cut off a piece like a big piece that turned it into a throne like the end of the branch was a throne that we made (laughs) and i was sitting on it one day just chilling you know avoiding my mother probably (laughs) i fell out of it and i not i must have knocked myself out but i feel like i might have almost died that day But my mom's boyfriend at the time walked up and he's like, you okay? (laughs) Like someone found me. I was knocked out. (laughs) So like, look, if I'm falling out of the tree, I'm falling out of the tree. Better not be the fuck out. (laughs) (sighs) Um, So your dad's a pastor. You are the oldest, correct? Or no, it's Helen. No, Helen's older. Helen. I have this like, I have this fake, it's totally imaginary. Uh, rivalry with Helen for no reason. <laughs> I've told you enough that you now 
aligned with me. <laughs> You've aligned. No, I thought you guys You've are chosen good. me. But every time she like yeah. posts a story with her and Helen, I'm like, fucking Helen. <laughs> Distance makes the heart grow fonder, you know, with that one. Well, and also growing up, you know, just growing up, you know. Yeah. Like Jake, but the Jake dis- and I are tight. Yeah. I just agreed to watch his children tomorrow, so there's that. You are so nice. That'll be fun. Yeah, that's very nice. Because uh, no, the last time it happened... I had to clean up puke. Yes. Oh, God. Nope. <laughs> Whatever, no, dude. Thanks. I remember when the urinal would constantly flood downstairs. Yeah, it still does. does it still do that? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget Christy's <laughs> face after I had mopped the whole entire thing up and it was mostly just a bucket of piss and water and i was like <laughs> i was like willing it out and it's caught and spilled all over me and like splashed Ew. and he looked at me Horrible. like he was he was horrified <laughs> his eyes were huge he was like <gasps> and then uh, i was like i'm gonna clean this up and then i'm gonna leave <laughs> good deal i would too but like you know how you know like when he's panicking how he rubs his fingers together his thumb and in one of his fingers. No, he was like, I never he, noticed. He was doing, well, I was in love with him and you weren't. So it's different. <laughs> it wasn't meant for us. We were star-crossed. <laughs> it wasn't meant for us either. I guess I'm too sloppy. I think. <laughs> you have eyebrows. That's not his type. <laughs> got eyebrows that's what she got the I'm ring sorry. <laughs> I hope you never- <laughs> he still watches all my stories i have a feeling he listens okay. to this podcast so I'm, listen- <laughs> I'm sorry for what i said <laughs> you're not employed by him anymore no not at oh, all no it's fine i did my friend did edit his photo to make him look like a midget though <laughs> which is really funny he's terrified of midgets <sighs> yeah. side note He's like, and he like, he, I think he genuinely feels bad about that phobia, but he's like, he's like he oh, probably, no. well, it's weird. Yeah. And I'm like, are you, I'm like, they're just people. And he's like, I know it's, it's awful. He's like, but it's, it's a thing. He's like, I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Ooh. what are they going to do? You can just kick them. <laughs> <laughs> that's so inappropriate. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty bad. This is what I'm getting canceled for. Um, anyway. So you grew up in a, you grew up in a church. Mm-hmm. Pastor Dwayne um, is all inclusive, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, the like Methodist Church like slogan is "open hearts, like open mind, open doors," right? And a lot oh, of pastors cool. aren't necessarily in line with that, but um, at their church, it's like it's kind of like Jesus is kind of for everyone. It's not like Jesus decided that he likes you or doesn't Let's like not you depending on your sexuality Jesus. or gender. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or your religious belief, like anything, really. Jesus kind of doesn't discriminate over there. Well, I could see Jesus hanging with the homos more than anybody. Well, he had well, 12 sure. <laughs> 12 BFFs. There's well, got like be the besties. History the would have called them of Jesus. roommates. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, but there's it's statistically speaking, there's got to be at least a gay or two in the twelve, right? It's like one of, <laughs> one in five people, probably. Right? So yeah, Listen, like Thomas or John, one pause. of them. <laughs> when I was in esthetician school, I said the exact same thing. I was like, statistically, one of us is gay. Me hiding how gay I am. I like, You're like someone else say it so I could say it too. <laughs> one of us. It was multiple of us. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, right. 
We also said that in the theater, but it turned out everyone was gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's everybody being like, statistically, I'm the gay one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, statistically, one of us is gay, okay? <laughs> He's like, I've kissed, I've kissed three girls on stage. <laughs> you have? No. People I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, it was, was it, what... I feel like you're one of the people who I don't feel like you're a Methodist anymore, but I feel like it was a pretty positive experience. It just, you went your own way. You feel like that's true or am I, am I stepping out of line on that one? No, I think that's pretty true. Was there uh weird pressures being pastor Dwayne's child or were you like, whatever, I'm just gonna do my own thing. Like you've always just kind of been a person who does your own thing. Has that always been the case? Um, so I definitely had to learn how to like be okay with like talking to people. I definitely don't think I'm an extrovert mm. by nature. I think I was yeah, a same. forced extrovert. Mm-hmm, like I, they just made me be one. Mm-hmm. So same. for a while growing up, I just had to like learn how to like be like, oh hi, like <laughs> talk to anyone who talks to you, kind of thing. And I'd mm-hmm. be like, I don't want to talk to them. But that's <laughs> part of my that was part of my job, right? Right. Um, no, well, as a kid, like I was worried job. that my. <laughs> Yeah, my dad's job. But I was worried that my dad would say a sermon on something I would do. So, like, I'd try to stay out of trouble. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> to yeah. avoid the sermon notes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, was Susanna, that... are you paying attention to this part? Wait, Susanna, yeah. what, was that Listen one of his methods part. for you guys to be like, uh, I'm annoyed with you. I'm going to put that in the sermon notes. Or was it think... just, like, interpreting life and you were part of his No, I think he was just interpreting life, you know? Like, he was just being a hip pastor. Like, I got problems, too. You know, my kid's a brat. <laughs> Listen, this one right yeah, here? Not, 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 not really like that. But, you know, that's what it felt like from the front row. <laughs> um, do you watch The Righteous Gemstones? On... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How so can we talk about how the similarities and the differences, and then also talk about your thoughts about um, these kinds of congregations where it's just money, 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 like oh, Joel yeah. Austin and stuff. I want to know your thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, where should I start with? I mean, the Righteous Gemstones <laughs> is really fucking funny. Oh, it's so <laughs> hilarious, dude. I'm like, I, everyone, I'm like, everyone, please watch this fucking show. <laughs> HBO, kinda... Danny McBride. It's hilarious. I kind of wish... Uh... Excuse me. I wish my family had like a sibling rivalry to see like who could be the holiest. It probably would have been pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it didn't plan out that way. Who would be the youth pastor in your family, do you think? Uh, mm, It'd it'd probably be me. I know. I'm like, it's you, dude. (laughs) You're you're evangelizing to the rock climbing community right now. Yeah. Like she's like, it's just an excuse to go rock climbing four times a week. Like I'm a missionary. You know what Jesus said is bussin'? Forgiveness. You know, I just, I really climb for Jesus. When I'm up there, I'm just really thinking about if you grace. Put, if you put it in the Lord, you're going to get those gains. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Climbing a rock is a lot like carrying a cross. Yeah. <laughs> you're so good at this, girl. <laughs> I've got years of practice. <laughs> She's like, how do you think I entertain myself? <laughs> <laughs> right. My own gemstones. Um, so... Uh, Okay, so what, let's talk about similarities. It, okay. Because I think you're talking to, like, because when you said uh, you had to be there, like, you're you're the face of the church as the whole family. That's your responsibility as a family, right? Totally. So, like, I rolled up to church around 730 with my dad every Sunday. And then, like, the first, 
that first hour, usually I either went to the early service and I had my three old ladies who I hugged every week. <laughs> <laughs> no, no exaggeration. <laughs> Love them. Don't know where they are now, but uh, uh, so I went to the first service, sat front row. I had a candy bucket under my chair for distraction purposes <laughs> and, <laughs> and then after that pastor <laughs> yeah no but then after that i wandered down to sunday school where i didn't go to sunday school because i didn't like it so i just helped at the other sunday school i was already like i was just like i know all this information about jesus so <laughs> You're like, i get it I'm every pastor day Dwayne's favorite child yeah. uh i know i've read the bible okay i was Have like you? you could tell me this story again or i could just help <laughs> you're right so, so i just helped um and then there was like another service and another service there was like a kid service and i went to that and then and once i became a teenager it just became i would help do my normal thing and then i just like wander the halls and play guitar hero sweet <laughs> in the teen sweet. room and occasionally make out a, with my that's boyfriend how you grow a congregation you know? is guitar heroes in one of those rooms well rock band for sure and there's a chalk wall um <laughs> <laughs> that's like he's like pastor Dwayne's like on the street corner he's like yo what's up we got so, rock band there's a point where my dad had like uh frosted tips oh, uh, no. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't in the 90s when everyone was doing it to be like cool it was like 2005 oh no <laughs> if you look if you go to my instagram and scroll down a little and he's Flavortown Dwayne. I was just going to say, I'm imagining there. Guy Fieri, and that's all I want to imagine. I don't want to even verify <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, no, he, and it didn't work out well for him, too. His hair's too dark, and they didn't go blonde. They turned to orange. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure that was humbling. <laughs> He's like, look, you guys, you see, you can see by his frosted tips, they're orange. So I understand the struggle of today's youth. Oh, Pastor Dan. <laughs> no, I had a lot of different youth pastors, and I'm Dwayne sure that Shirk. I was a pain to them. Oh, I believe it. I want to hear the stories. Wait, just There's like no snotty. stories. I'm just like, I'm like over it. <laughs> I'm the like, caption on this is TBT to my family va- vacate a flavor town. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's so funny. Yeah, no, Susan's is fucking uh, right. oh and her, your relationship with Pastor Dwayne gives me so much joy. Even like on Venmo, I will look at your guys' transactions and it makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, where were we? Uh, church, what is the similarities between gemstones and my parents' church? Literally nothing. No, there's no. <laughs> um, I would say like dial back the worship, like maybe like five times and then you maybe got something similar like pam knew what she was doing up there on the vocals and uh you know there was some lighting there john garetta he was a rock star uh he's the worship leader (laughs) you know and so like oh yeah we had drums electric guitars piano there was a a flautist um sherry she used to cut my hair (laughs) she played the flute like no other um, you know, uh, in the kids program, so there's like a kids choir, youth band, a teen choir, and at one point we were doing puppets too. There was like, it was like, it was weird. I'm thinking I might. Oh, I'm so glad you're watching the Righteous Jumps now so like we could talk about it now, but I just want to say this. <laughs> there's no pictures of Jesus anywhere. I love that, that detail. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not, there's no crosses either the in their church. The fonts across. Like that's the only one, yeah. 
<laughs> that one's showy. Yeah, it, there's always a showy aspect to the cross. I think I, I love that detail of that. It's just smart. Anyways, sorry, continuing on. No, I don't know what else I was saying. Well, what there's a of, point. No, like, what does your dad think? What do you think about these uh, Joel Austins of the world? Like, I think... It does, do you feel like there's more anger in your in your group because your dad's... I feel like your dad's actually doing good work. Mm-hmm. It's hard with um, churches like that. Like, it's not like... They've kind of lost a lot of the theology. Like, a lot of the purpose of religion is, like, lost through televangelism. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think these people... So to speak... Started with good inten- do you think they started with good intentions or do you think they were always con men looking to score? Mm-hmm. It's hard to say because, like, I want to believe as that everyone always starts with good intentions, but like, that's not necessarily true. Right? Yeah. It's just how you want to. So, yeah. It's just how I want to see the world. Yeah, right, I, same. Like, I believe that maybe he started as like a small town preacher and was like, "Hey, I could do this on TV," and then it snowballed into this thing where now it's become a little darker, a little bit more like sinister. Big, yeah, he's got to big first you know. bridges, and he thinks he'd like he's entitled to all this shit. He's entitled to line his walls with money. Yeah, and he gets a private jet. Like, Jesus would never rock a private jet. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> right. But, like, I it's think just, it's inter- uh, what's weird to me is that they have these congregations, and you can straight up see it, and they just, like, are blind to the idea that this is, like, exactly anti-Jesus. This is 100% anti-Jesus Christ, everything they're doing. Well, it's, yeah, it's the anti-theology of it all. Like, Jesus hung out with, like, the poor people and the whores and the people know it, like, people cast out of society. He wasn't, like... Let me hang out with like the rich happening king and the guards and like all those cool people. He was like, no, I'm going to hang out with people nobody likes. Yeah. So the drama and that was club. his thing. <laughs> yeah, the drama. The, dr- he was- <laughs> the theater kids. <laughs> the theater Which is kids. exactly Jesus what was the theater was kid. Oh he's, exactly. He's, he's handing out deodorant to the theater majors. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Should have. <laughs> there was one kid in high school that I was just like, please don't stand near me. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. Um, oh, just walk away. Comic Con, I heard, is pretty bad for that for the body odor. <laughs> you know, I've never been. <laughs> Me neither. But like Cassidy, you know, Cassidy's like a secret fucking nerd, right? Oh yeah, she eats that up. Yeah, she eats that shit up. But she's like, it is so bad, Bob. She's like, it is so bad. It's like thick. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's just like a crowd of hot, sweaty men in costumes. The habit, like, sh- <laughs> but it's just like, boys. It's not that we don't like you. It's just that we can't breathe when we're standing next to you. That's, That's why you do better on the internet. It's not their fault yeah. that like latex makes them like clammy. That's not their fault. No, it's not just that. Okay. <laughs> There's a set going on that ruminated over about a week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just being exploded in the Salt Lake City Convention Center. Mm. I'm sad I missed it. <laughs> I'm sad I next year. <laughs> Smell-o-vision one day. Do rock climbers smell? Some of them, yeah. There's like the, well, you know, there's like the dirt bag is like a rock time rock climber stereotype. Like I have friends who live in their vans, uh huh, and they don't necessarily smell, but you know, there are just some men who like. I know why is it always the men, but they're (laughs) they're just like not showering enough, and they're like, no, it's part of what makes me cool is like, I don't have access to showers. So oh. they just like lean into that. Or, you know, like they'll like crash at your house because they really need to shower. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, can I come hang out with you? Uh... You're just living that van life, bro. Yeah, but uh, in uh, a month, Alex is going to be down in 
Waco Tanks, which is a climbing destination, and the move at Waco is everyone gets a Planet Fitness membership just really? for showering. Well, yeah, the first gross. the first month is like five dollars, so everyone just showers at the Planet Fitness. Listen, that was and, like, the whole plan. You live in a van, you have a gym membership. It works. It well, works. that's what that's also what uh, homeless people suggest. Like I've I don't know why I get into these like <laughs> I spend a lot of time alone, but I'm like top ten things you should know as a homeless person. I'm like sure, let's go through. <laughs> But they're like, get a gym membership. They're pretty cheap, and you can always go shower there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and work it's out. usually like a warm space where yeah, you like could like exist in for a minute. Twenty and watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. Yeah, all you have Maybe. to do is hold a weight, and you're good. <laughs> Don't hold a weight, or pretend like you're an influencer. You, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess they do hold weights for like that. My favorite, one of my favorite moments in during the pandemic was the influencer who asked someone if she could after like the LA got like I think it was after a protest that turned into a riot but she, she was like pretending like she was fixing it got a picture and then left oh my god <laughs> I hate people everyone trash. people are trash it's true this is I just heard of an Instagram influencer that like got a loan that she doesn't have to repay because she has a business and that's in air quotations. And it's like in the millions of dollars and she upgraded her home and she went on like 18 vacations in 2021. And it's like, Oh, people were actually suffering, but cool. Nice to know that you qualify for this fucking loan. Small business loan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently the gateway theater got it. Cause I went and saw scream last weekend (laughs) and the gateway theater now looks like, of like a new apartment building mm. oh and there's like a lot of wow. like a, lo- a lot of lounging spaces and i'm like to haslam i'm like what the fuck is this for and then like the inside like the seats aren't even black they're like tan and like the floors are super light hmm? like light wood and oh. they're not like galaxy carpet there's no galaxy carpet to be seen anywhere that's weird <laughs> i was shook wow wow <laughs> Well, they use that money for good. <laughs> it honestly not the feels... homeless. <laughs> yeah, <not> no. the seats. <laughs> the seats. I'm glad we could help out the gateway. Yeah, me too. I mean, it has been struggling for a lot of years. The pandemic's probably the best thing that ever happened to it. <laughs> they got a <laughs> small business loan. <laughs> well, and it's also an open air venue where people can just go hang oh, out. Yeah. They're trying to make it like an adult hangout center. Oh yeah, there's the new like cafe eatery place that's hopping. And then there's like the, the swings that light up and mm-hmm. just like a lot of lounging. I've seen a lot of theater there, actually. They do a lot of small box theaters. Ooh. Oh, do they? Which is cool. Yeah, my ex-roomie Emily did a small play there like a month ago. And then I've seen a couple like other Emily plays there. Like Emily the Masseuse? There. Yeah. She directed a play. Why the hell did she tell me? I would have gotten supported. She's like, she'll be on her phone the whole time. It's, it's sold out. <laughs> oh, it's sold out. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, it was like a really limited small. It was like 25 people could fit in the room. So wow. I needed a massage. So cool. I needed a massage so bad, but I'm like, I'm, I, for some reason, I'm like, just don't hit her up. And I, I guess I could just. She's been really busy. busy. Yeah. She so, but now like over this next month, it should like teeter off a little bit. Now with okay. Sundance being canceled. Send me her number so that I can get a massage. She's real good. She's great. Yeah, yeah she's I'll good. She paid her rent and massage. It was ideal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, uh, she's the one who traded me an Afghan for massage she tried to give That's me right. five massages for an afghan i was like bitch you crazy and i was like just one and she's like 
no, 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 no. I'm like, I'll meet you in the middle. <laughs> Five is too many. Okay, two and a half. <laughs> I'm like, three it is. Um, so you came here for our school theater, right? Mm-hmm. Are you ever going to leave? Salt Lake City? Yeah. Eventually, I think. I don't think I want to be here in uh, 10 to 15 years. Right? When you can't right. see yeah. a foot in front of you. When there's more like, yeah, arsenic in the, the air. The water pollution, the lake receding, the wa- the air pollution, the water quality. The drought. The drought. It's the just going to be a government. shit show. Yeah. And like how many the people are into? Yeah. Water rights. Yeah, I mean, like water. We're running out of water in Utah. Not a lot of people talk about it, but we are definitely <laughs> running out of water. Um, so you came here Ooh. on a, the- a theater. uh uh, scholarship, right? No, I just came for the theater program. So does oh, the really? have a good theater program then? It does, right? Um, I would say the theater program is mediocre. Well, then why'd you come here? But, <laughs> well, because I didn't have a lot of money and I didn't audition for that many places and I was just like, oh, let's just do it. Like It's close right. to home and it's not that expensive. And I got in, so like, let's do it. So I got Pastor listed at the Dwayne school I wanted to go to. Boise still? Uh-huh. Well, that's so awesome that like you're like so close. You still got into a pretty good school, and you like it here. And you met Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I met Bobby. She's also got a very significant other. Who, Ooh, uh... tell us. <laughs> yeah, his name is Alex. He's a rock climber too. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was on the climbing team with his brother. <laughs> what? Yeah, and then he moved. So he's older. He's like, well, not older, but he's twenty-seven. <laughs> so he he's older than me so he graduated moved out here from boston and was like staying at his brother's house and me and my friend were pranking them i think um and that's right. how i met him what yeah prank, i pranked what them prank by, was it it was it wasn't it was uh, it was the prank, prank where i cleaned their house and then decorated it <laughs> such a good prank that's not which a, is that's a resume <laughs> <laughs> we did the most there was one prank where we did turn their shed into like a Shrek themed shed. <laughs> and it was like kind of creepy, but it was like full of Shrek. Like we printed out like 200 Shreks free from the university. Thank you. Naturally, and then, naturally. and like we had, I found all three Shrek movies. I found the all smash mouth CD. That was Shrek had the Shrek songs on it. You know, like uh-huh. it was all laid out for them. You don't need to explain Shrek to us in Smash Mouth. We were there for it. Do not cite <laughs> the dark magic to us. This is for the it's for the younger listeners who don't know. Um, yeah, no. Uh, this is what's funny. Susan's not really telling the... Okay, so Alex is a Taurus. Okay. So she's not oh, yeah. really telling so everyone's birth charts. Yeah. No, no, but she, uh, I remember she, they would, they'd been dating for a minute. And Suze is like funny because I know she likes it, but she was shy. Uh, it's true. No, no, not shy. In true Gemini form, she was expect she was th- thinking about all the different forks of the road and which one she should take, and she wasn't <laughs> too desperate to take any of them. <laughs> just quite. No, yet. I had just gotten out of a relationship. I was trying to be single. Oh, that's right. With uh, uh Lucy, Luis. Uh, what do I call him? I don't know what you used to call him. 
Lisa? But yeah, we dated way too long. Lisa, yeah. And uh, yeah, I uh, was like, I've never been single in my life. I like thought back upon my life and was like, <laughs> oh, shit. And then he was like, uh, can we be a couple? And she like made him wait. <laughs> what? And I he just... did because he's like worth it. Yeah, it's totally worth it. Like she's got all the cards because she's an amazing specimen. But um, I just remember her coming in and I was like, dude, you, you guys spend like all like a lot of time together. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> she's just like, I don't know. But uh, I think the whole thing's funny because like it's happened. I don't think you don't like labels, do you? Uh, no, I don't care about labels. I was just like busy. You want to go too fast. I was busy. <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> I was busy. I was trying to like enjoy being single. <laughs> you don't get to do it very often. So I didn't I get, get to it. do it. Yeah, it was refreshing. Yeah, never, never. I'm never doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Some people. I Yeah, when I was talking to Alex, I remember this guy invited me to go on this climbing trip with him and I was like, Oh, he must want to go with me as friends. <laughs> oh. He's like, no. I spent two weeks with that man in his van. <laughs> In his van, in his van, and I thought, oh, I think we're going as friends. That's pretty much your. Like, I know that there's this like, what is that called, where you're like a common law married, but like in van life, if you move in, isn't that common law? You're together. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know the van life was that serious. This this was uh, this was before the van rules got laid down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just thought we were good buddies going climbing. And he's like, you sleep by me every night. Did he try no, I slept on the pullout. No, 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 no. He was pretty respectful, I think, of the vibes I was not putting down. <laughs> he oh was like, God, I thought I was I going done? to cuddle. Now I am still cold in my van. Yeah, he's like, well, this is unexpected. <laughs> with no one to caress with my rusty, calloused fingers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was for the best then. <laughs> No one had to deal with that. <laughs> Shit. Are you still doing your door exercises? <laughs> what? Uh, please don't bring up my trauma. <laughs> um, I had a impinged shoulder. And I, had to do, I am not still doing my door exercises. No, I've solved that problem. <laughs> So but I it was a hard time. I worked at the bar and she would close, like, it was a ha- there was like a half door. So she'd yeah. close the half door and she closed this, like, stretchy thing in it and she just sat back there doing exercises for, like, yeah. hours. <laughs> I was rehabbing my body. Yes. You needed that. And then when Lyle would come ask you to do something, you're like, oh, I guess. Like, Hello. I'm in physical therapy. He sent me at the home moment. once for trying to teach someone how to twerk. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this isn't isn't the punishment you think it is, Lyle. I was like, oh no. (laughs) I have to go home. Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, sorry for having fun. (laughs) Yeah, God forbid we have some fun at work. Yeah, God forbid. (laughs) By the book, Gengel. By the what? By the book. Oh. Is that how you say his last name? I have no idea. I never knew. I tried to block that out. Um, <laughs> so when are you and Alex getting married then? When's he going to propose and how long is it going to take you to say yes? Um, Timelines are long. <laughs> <laughs> We're not exploring that avenue currently. I bet he's too scared to, man. 
<laughs> no, we've already talked about all this stuff. I love it. You guys, but like, like, it's like, no, go. There's no reason to do it unless we're like, oh, we should buy a house together or like file our taxes. In this economy, come on. You know, like, I don't see. Yeah, we're just not there yet. Also, like, it doesn't matter whether you're married or not. <laughs> to be yeah, honest. right, right. <laughs> no, that's real. But uh, how does how do your parents feel about that? They don't care, or do they have like thoughts about you shacking up? <laughs> no, my mom like refers to Alex as her son-in-law. <laughs> oh, cute! <laughs> I'm like, mom, <laughs> you can't stop, stop it. He's yeah, my rock climbing friend. He's my friend. Listen <laughs> 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 me. <laughs> We have two cats together. <laughs> one of them's mine. One of them's his. You can't tell which one. They're both mine. <laughs> no, they've actually chosen their allegiances. Bagel is my cat and Momo is his cat. <laughs> so uh, one time we were having a party at Suze's house and we did uh, Just Dance. We did Ra Ra Rasputin. You know what that is, right? Kendra, of course. No, right? no. Wait, what? How you don't know that- the Rasputin dance? Did you not? Was Just Dance? I don't think Just Dance was a thing in Richville, but it was a huge thing in Panguitch. Oh, is that the like? Rah, rah, with, yeah, you like dance. It's on the Wii with the arrows. No, that's that was bef- that was before that, this new game. Oh, that that's Dance how, Dance that's Revolution. That's how it started, though. That's how it started. Yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. But uh, we did it, and like none of the younger people that were there knew what the hell was going on. <laughs> And I was like, I guess this is just like a weird small town subculture thing. <laughs> you're either in or you're not. <laughs> During the original lockdown, I would just like do four Rasputins and like call it cardio. <laughs> I mean, it's a good one, dude. And you got you to gotta squat. <laughs> you gotta I like, like for hours. I was playing Just Dance on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we weren't even playing it. We just put it on YouTube and just did it. We just like did the motions <laughs> Yeah, perfect score. There's no scores. Everyone's like, I'm fucking killing this. <laughs> well, to be fair, if there was, uh, I would have got a near perfect. She would have got a perfect. I propose a party <laughs> just like this in a ward building somewhere where we just grade each other. We hold up our mm. grades. Oh, oh, God. Well, I say we do it at yeah. Susan's house because she's got the best carpet. It's old school. Cool. Yeah, it's from it's right from the 70s when this place was built. Nice. <laughs> Is there a high crime where you're at? No, there, I don't, I've never seen any crime except for my own car getting destroyed. Are by you in the marmalade? Right? My car was destroyed by a man in a, a Toyota. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> he like fell asleep and hit my car from the lawn, not from Holy the street. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, I, woke, I just heard pounding on my door and I was like, what is that? And I was like, Alex, you have to go. <laughs> you have to go to the door. I can't. Like, and then he was like, taller. it's the cops. <laughs> Hide the shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> How do they find us? <laughs> no. And the Prius was destroyed. It was totaled. Jesus. Yeah. Did you Wait, where well, do you live? I live on 700. Uh, East. Yeah. On, yeah like oh. On like on the oh. main road. Yeah. I see. I see. I see. Liberty like Wells. the main road in the whole valley. Yeah. I see. What La- you mean. Liberty Wells. Liberty. Liberty. Um, so, okay, so you went to do theater. What the hell is What's that? What's that? that? <laughs> <laughs> this is 
is the segment where we chew out our guests. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, stop, stop that it. immediately. <laughs> Buffy, there's paint on this microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's blue. That's how we were keeping track. We were keeping track of who was who. Um, okay. Uh, oh, come off. <laughs> so you started as a theater and then you went into biology, correct? I went into environmental science. Ooh, that's what I meant. Sustainability. Um, which is why you know all about why you're not staying here. <laughs> yeah, which is why I have depression and <laughs> so anxiety. You, you are now anxiety. our resident expert on the state of the environment of Utah. So oh, will you happy. please mm. tell tell the children what is going on? Tell us all. All the things. Um. So the greatest threat... <laughs> uh, actually, uh, no. Which <laughs> is surprising myself. Um, really, the greatest threat facing the Salt Lake Valley is the loss of the Great Salt Lake, which is... So the Bear River feeds directly into the Great Salt Lake. And I don't know if you know, but there is the Lake Powell pipeline that's been proposed, and uh-huh. it would divert the Bear River to Lake Powell, <gasps> um, which would... is well, the only Lake tributary Powell's- that... Yeah. Lake Powell's super low right now. It's crazy low. Yeah. Lake Powell's also suffering, but um, the Bear River is the only thing that feeds the Great Salt Lake. And so without that, the the lake will just recede further and further back. And once that lake recedes, there is a bunch of nasty um, chemicals and stuff that's been dumped in the Salt Lake over the years by the military. There's a lot mm-hmm. of radon in there and a lot of like um, really, really gross chemicals that will get kicked up into the air. Um, but there's like a desert desertification thing that happens with lakes because the bottom of lakes are all sediment, right? Mm-hmm. So you could have a clear day in the valley and you can see all the mountains. And if the wind picks up, it'll kick all that sediment into the air, like the radon and everything. And the air pollution will be like out of control, like the worst inversion day you've ever seen, but like instantly. So that's, what, that's so why like, we get the inversion is from the lake. No, it, no, that's from the mountains trapping the air. But the, so the, with the lake receding, it'll only like exacerbate the, the air problems and the pollution problems we have in california there's a lake lake davis i think is what it's called that they drain to water farmland and literally when the winds come up they have now installed a sprinkler system to wet the sediment to keep it from flying into the air and like ruining their air quality like that's like the future (laughs) that the salt lake faces which is horrifying right oh my god Okay. Um, next, what's next? The second most important thing. Um, I mean, water is going to be the like hardest thing to come by here. Um, we're already a desert, and the crazy thing about climate change is the hot or the hotter places are going to get hotter, the colder places are going to get colder, the wetter places get wetter, and the drier places get drier. So where there is no water, there will be no water, and that is the cycle that like continues. Um as we like move through changing climates we know that this is a fact that prevails so with record flooding there will be record droughts basically how it works it's like the earth trying to kill people right is that what this um, is no it's just trying to re-regulate its system it has too much co2 it has too much methane you know like the atmosphere is too warm and so it's throwing off all of these things okay. like the jet stream and all these weather patterns that have been in place for thousands of years so it's just trying to like recalibrate itself. Yeah, it's trying to fix itself. What's the solution? No more humans. <laughs> um, 
for a while, uh, a lot of us said, like, maybe if a great plague came and killed a bunch of people, but... <laughs> this, one, this one didn't cut the mustard. Yeah, they, they this, isn't, this isn't what we meant. Um. <laughs> we wanted to <laughs> and butter. No, 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 no. And there was damaging. a point in, I don't know if you remember this. There was a point in time during the shutdown, like, when the world shut down, where, like, they were like, wow, China's produced, like, two billion less tons of CO2 this year. Yeah. Like, and oh, the... Yeah. Canals in Venice became clear and the dolphins returned to the city. Like there was like all this cool environmental stuff happening because people just weren't traveling and like globalization was just like staunched and like it was shut down. Right. That's what I was saying in one of our last episodes is I think globalization is killing the planet because we're not self-sufficient. We're not self-sustaining. Well, that's exactly correct. I made the argument that it's a good like being. I'm putting a sticker on my thank you gold star <laughs> yeah Continue. you get a gold star for that one gold all right star. And, and no I, I agree with you but i think the, the counter argument on that is like all, not all of us need to be extinct since we have like internet and technology and stuff we can still it'll be like a global situation but we need like way less population numbers for sure well we don't need less population numbers we just need to do it better well we're not gonna you know do that, like though. we're not gonna do that though. <laughs> yeah so like yeah, i know the, like a lot of us are gonna die until the earth re you know restables stabilizes right? well there's a there's like a famous, um, I don't know what he is, but he said pretty brilliantly, like, he's like, everyone's waiting for like one big climate apocalypse. Uh-uh. And, you know, there's never going to be one apocalypse. There will be thousands all at once. Mm. Thousands of small apocalypses every day. Mm-hmm. That is the apocalypse. Yeah. And so, like, people need to, like, reconceptualize what they think climate change is going Mm -hmm. to, how it's going to affect them. Because, like, it's not going to be a one big catastrophic event that ends everything. It's just, like, those crazy fires and the flooding and the tornadoes and all those things that, like, are vastly out of our control happening, but happening at a more and, like, reoccurring degree than they have. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Well, I mean, but Hollywood taught us differently. Hello? Hello, Hollywood. (laughs) Did you watch Don't Look Up yet? I did, and it's pretty... Um, <laughs> too real, too soon? No, Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio's just, like, kind of a huge fucking hypocrite. <gasps> like, he's on, he's out there on his super yacht making a film about ultra-rich people, and he's not doing anything. You know, like, he's just yeah, part of the problem. He try- he's one man. Yeah, but, like... He saved Bear's gonna- ears. That is true. I mean, he's done some good work, but, like, he's not really, like, admirable in the sense that, like... I don't know if you know anything about super yachts, but they're like super bad for the environment and they could literally just like not have one. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. They just shouldn't it's be just an outrageous. Exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just shouldn't exist. So it's like, okay, buddy, like you're exactly the problem you're speaking out against. Like I get it. That's I fair. hope he hears this and is severely burned. Leonardo, I, I hope you're not okay. Yeah. No, I hope you're shaking saying. in your boots. Stop dating 21 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How Start does that one me. Oscar feel? Oh, guys, this is this is good. Only one we got him good. Subin, <laughs> I got you, Leo. I bet it hurt when you didn't get that Oscar, the first one you thought you earned. He deserved he deserved it for what's eating Gilbert Grape. First of all, yeah. Listen, I yeah, will okay. have this talk about Leo. <laughs> I'm just rubbing my eyes like an old yeah, man. I'm okay, like, oh, he used God. to be hot. I actually think he's hotter now than he's ever been. But um, I thought he was hot when he looked like a girl. <laughs> Mm, that's telling no she's biased fuck she uh <laughs> she actually might be a lesbian with a sprinkling of he- uh, heterosexuality that's what there. this whole Statistic- podcast is about is for me to come out as 
gay as hell <laughs> to the world. Well, statistically, one of us has to be. S- statistically, it's her. And also, it's fucking her. statistically, it's fucking one one of us has to have a savings account too, or like a retirement fund. <laughs> it's you, right? <laughs> I don't have one. No, me. I've been as Kendra too because, like, I feel like her husband's on top of the financial. Because that's the sprinkling of heterosexuality here. <laughs> the, like, only straight people save for retirement stability dick man <laughs> he's got stuff does he listen to this podcast spencer he's I, he like knows you. i'm he knows <laughs> i'm into him and he said to me in christmas is like it really is kind of cool that like out of out of all of the guys that you can't stand i am the one that you can oh he's cute it's beautiful he's like, really trying to rationalize this no, I s- if he if he ever has any doubt, just uh, go to whatever we talk about how I'm going to marry him when you go gay and how defensive you get, even though I'm like, teasing. I You're said, like, no, bitch! <laughs> this is mine. This is mine. He's yours. Um, Continuing. Do- <laughs> <laughs> is there a third thing that we should be watching out for as far as Salt Lake uh, County? Utah? Um, I mean, it's gonna get hotter and it's gonna get colder. Um, but can't stand the heat realistically, here. no. I mean, water scarcity is gonna be the biggest issue I think we face as a world yeah. moving forward. Uh, unfortunately, um, address, but like that's. Mm-hmm. Can you address desalination of water and if that is possible? Because I read somewhere it's not. Bobby is like, it's got to be. No, I'm just saying, you know I, 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 whether it is or is, everything I've heard about it is, is it super expensive and it's like, well, okay, but maybe we should be putting our fucking money there. Yeah, so desalination of water does exist. There are like a couple of desalination plants around the world. I don't know like what capacity they're really operating at, but the reason people don't do it is because it's expensive because it's a really power intensive um, process to separate those salt from the H2O. Like those are the the bonds for those, um, I don't know, atoms, <laughs> molecules. Yeah. The bond is really strong between those. So it takes a lot of power to separate, to pull it apart. And so the reason it hasn't been, like we haven't just been like desalinating the ocean is because it's expensive and it takes a ton of energy. And it contributes to the pollution. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So it's kind of like saving one problem because you're causing the problem. I yeah, mean, it might become like... a necessary thing. But I mean, I'm fine I, with right like, now. The it's not of the necessary. Dying because they don't have water, or they drowned, or they caught on fire, or whatever. Cool with that, <laughs> or they froze to death. <laughs> wow. What I'm saying, I really, I truly, I truly okay. am because I think the population is gonna have to like this. That's just the bottom line, right? The pot, like, we need to change our ways, and I feel like the only way we're gonna do that is we're gonna lose a lot of the population, and the people who survived are gonna have to learn that lesson the hard way because we don't learn so good as humans. I don't necessarily think you're 100% correct. I don't actually think we need to curb our population. Um, it will be a lot harder like at current rates of population, but population growth is kind of stifled in like a lot of um, developed, I guess, developed, whatever, countries like Europe and the United States and a lot of those countries like are not having families at the same rate. And so like there is hope for that in the sense that like population will not need to be managed in the same way it is now. and. Do you think that's environmental awareness or just the change of society or both? 
I think it's a conversation. I mean, at least like I've had that conversation. Me and Alex have had that conversation like, oh, do we want to have kids? And we're like, isn't it kind of irresponsible to have kids in a world where like there might not be a life for them? Yeah. Speaking of Mike Lee thinks that the climate change doesn't exist. Senator Mike Lee of Utah, uh-huh. by the way, yeah. vote him yeah. out. Um, and that you should just keep falling in love and having more babies. Like that's not where any of Gen Z's heads at, bro. No, I mean, they're living through, like, unprecedented times. Russia's about to invade Ukraine. They're going through the third year of a global pandemic, and it seems like no one gives a crap about them. Like, yes. no one's doing well, anything they... about climate change. They're just, like, letting it approach closer and closer and closer and closer and yes. not doing anything. Yes. Can I tell you, that's been a huge uh, source of stress for me. These, uh, like, for the past couple months, but lately, like, the past couple days, I've just been stressed out about... Uh, Russia invading Ukraine Mm -hmm. because historically speaking like we put Japanese people in internment like Japanese Americans in in camps during World War II and Mm -hmm. my brother's family's Russian Mm -hmm. his wife and his kids and his mother-in-law's from Ukraine but like I mean, I don't think I don't I hope that shit wouldn't go down in this day and age no like I hope that we've learned well, but, like, also you think about it post 9-11, Muslims got treated like shit. So, like, I just worry about... There's still Asian hate crimes because mm-hmm. of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Like, so, like, I'm worried. I'm very concerned about um, my sister-in-law and my niece and yeah. nephew because I don't know how much, like, shit they're going to get. You know what I mean? Just because, you know, she has an accent. The kids the kids say things mm-hmm. <laughs> Russian, cer- cer- with Russian accents, certain things. And I don't know. I just I've just been really stressed out about it. But like, obviously they'll have like special privilege because Jake's in the military. But it's just like, I don't know. I've been stressed. Scary. That is stressful. It's probably I probably just shouldn't worry about it. But it's just like it's just something I've been thinking about a lot. It's hard not to worry about the children. The children. <sighs> Bless the beast and the children. Ooh, my favorite talk- part of our episodes lately has been the part where I reconsider existing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> God, why am I here? But when I get doomsday, on it, I'm like, well, we're yes, going like, to go. Here it is. Hour, one hour and 20 minutes. Well, she usually <laughs> cries by a half hour in. So yeah. my thing is about an hour and a half in, I get a little doomsday. It's just <laughs> what we do. It's our, it's our setup. Kendra, you were um, crying earlier? No. no. <laughs> she did, she did but next time. episode we record tomorrow, our solo one. Yeah, that's it's going to. Just yeah, she's wait. Having, she's having a bad week. Her grandpa's mm. in the hospital. Um, <clears throat> but, okay, so church life obviously made you love singing and maybe being theatrical, too. I don't know. Um, I kind of was, like, really bad at it all to begin with. Like, <laughs> when my parents were like, oh, she can sing. I was like, oh, shit, they figured it out. <laughs> and then I, like, had to share it with people. And I was like, oh. Oh my god, I don't want to share it and they're like you have to it's it's your gift. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick and yeah. it giveth light unto all that what is it? Anyway, that's your talent. Your your Is that a, is talent. that a Bible verse promoting arson? <laughs> it's it's showing your talents. Yeah, you got to show them. If you all got I heard it. was all I heard was light dry bushes on fire so everyone <laughs> could see it. <laughs> a bushel. God said, if you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> yes, queen. 
He's, this is your gift. You can't hide that. The yassification of Christ. <laughs> he was already yassific- <laughs> yassified. That's right. Can you please send to the group chat uh, the picture of Jesus with short hair? Short, short like a short mustache, please, 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 please. Oh, I'll send it to you. This is what it Mormons, is- you've seen Mormon Jesus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, yassified? No. No. <laughs> no. My question is, what what are the differences while we're here between uh, Christian world Jesus and Mormon Jesus, if you've noticed any? Mm, Christian world Jesus and Mormon Jesus. Well, so my interpretation of Mormonism is it's not really about Jesus too much. Like, he's there, but he's not, like, focal, like, cent- uh, I front and I, center. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, so maybe I, I just mean, went on a bad Sunday. No, no, no. no. <laughs> just like share your share your ex, like yeah, version of it. Yeah, continue on. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe I, maybe my household was different, but I get I get what you mean. Like there's more prophets and stuff involved, like modern day prophets. Right. Like we don't believe in anything after Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. Like Jesus is the end of it. We're waiting for Jesus to come back. We're waiting for the encore. Um, and <laughs> we've been clapping for a lot of years, Jesus. We have been waiting. <laughs> I, yeah, um, my interpretation, too, is that, like, from the outside of Mormonism, I always felt like Mormons, like, had this expectation that they were going to, like, get something in the afterlife, and that's what they were doing it all for, and that was just, like, not how I interpreted Christianity in the same way. I but see. I know that is so a thing. Christianity is, like, goodwill to you. It's, like, promoting goodwill. Is that what Christianity is to you? Yeah, I mean... When there I are, just, there, you are there are spoils after the the, oh, yeah. the death, right? Kingdom and yeah, like you're gonna go live in heaven and your loved ones will be there and like the poorest man will have the greatest riches in heaven. You know, it's like all that kind of stuff, right? Your good deeds, so forth. It's like karma. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they talk a lot they talk about karma, but they're not talking about karma. So I'm wondering now. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there no central governing body of the United Methodist Church, or is there, but it doesn't have very much public facing or things to say? It there is a central body of the United Methodist Church. So how it works is every pastor is overseen by a district superintendent, and a district superintendent reports to a bishop, and then the bishops make part of the governing body. I don't think there's anyone above the bishops. Like, the bishops vote on, like, the hot bu- bucket topic issues or whatever. Oh, okay. So, and there so was, like, Dwayne's global not, conferences. Not a bishop, then? No, he never wanted bishop, to okay. be a bishop. And um, there yeah. are lots of bishops. There's a bishop for all the conferences. So the conferences have, like, lots of different sizes. Like, my dad's in the Pacific Northwest con- Conference. Yeah. Which is... Idaho, Oregon, Washington, California, Utah. And I think they absorbed Wyoming, too. But his last conference was just the West Ohio Conference. Okay. Mm, So, like, just West Ohio, and there was, like, 300 churches. It's based on congregation size and people or something? It's just based on density of churches, I think. Like, they want so many churches in in a district or... Yeah. Well, this sounds a lot like bishop, stake president, uh like mission president all of these different like they go up leaders and shit like that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. but um so there's no one guy at the top is what you're saying not that i'm aware of there's just a bunch of or whatever there's a bunch of upper management 
Mm-hmm. But there's, there's no God, one guy. And then there's yeah. upper management. Cool. Cool. <laughs> um, and then there's what? assistant to the regional manager. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, identity theft's not a joke, Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you. I sent you this link or this uh, picture of a more a Mormon artist named Del Parsons painted himself as Jesus one day, and that's the one that we all decided to use. I've seen. And him. then, no, but like, look at him all clean sheet. Yes, and then somebody like photoshopped him as a missionary, because the whole thing is like, when he comes, you won't recognize him because he'll be clean shaven or some something. Here's what I'm taking away from it: Cool Jesus has a middle part. Not cool. Jesus has a side part. <laughs> <laughs> That's my takeaway. That's my just, uh, shaved Jesus is millennial and robed Jesus is Gen Z. You know what? I was That's driving right. in my car today and I was like, Gen Z has another thing coming if they think I didn't rock the middle part all through high school. <laughs> I have the facts right here on my desk. So if anyone comes for us, I'll show See? them. Just when I was in high those. school, it was all about the side part. And like the further to the side you got it, the cooler oh you were. Oh my God. You were so cute as a scene girl. Oh, it yeah, wasn't just context. the scene girls. It was everyone. Susanna uh, looks like uh, she's Sandra Bullock's niece. That's literally. Facts. And he, I don't know if you can tell she sounds like her too. <laughs> I love the, I love our deep voiced women. Like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so do you think when when and if you and Alex get married, will you do a traditional Methodist wedding? Are these things you think about? Or am I just No, I don't think I'd do anything like that. I think it's like kind of archaic. <laughs> Are you going to make me climb a mountain to get to your effing wedding? No. No, no, no. Oh, no. You're like, scale this rock. <laughs> Sunrise <laughs> wedding. <laughs> No, you're, like, you're not invited, not. Bobby. You're too, you're too belligerent. It's and if fine, we did make you scale a mountain, we'd make sure there was a cable car available for those who <laughs> don't, don't want to scale the mountain. Like I'm my 90-year-old grandmother. I only car hike, so as yeah, long as a motor are. gets me up, I'm fine. <laughs> up and down. I'm not walking. I'm not sacrificing these bones or these hips for nothing. none of that. Um, I'm just not going to do it because I'm lazy. But I will strap grandma to the, my back if you want me to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if an old lady was like, can you help me get to the top? I'm like hoofing it with her. I'm like, no problem, <laughs> grandma. I'm here for you. I would I leave my mama in your hands. Your mom? How's she doing? I my mama. 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 She's a West Virginia one, I'm guessing. Yeah, she's oh, good. They all are, right? Her yeah, boyfriend's not doing super well, but he's 92, so... <laughs> Aww. I love that she has a 92 year old boyfriend that's so so white hot they dated in high uh, school they're rekindling their love holy shit that's cute that's, that's really cute that's not your story to tell but holy shit right. that's cute not my can story we talk about, can we speculate on their sex life <laughs> no I don't want to think, think about mama <laughs> you're like absolutely fucking you know what? How, how dare Susanna, you respect my mama that way I will ask her on our hike because we'll be <laughs> girls, you know. She's I'm not blood, so we'll be chit chitting. <laughs> and then yeah. we'll Kendra's, just... like, you're, Kendra's invited to your wedding, just by the way. So I'm like, Mama, yeah. how that dick go? And she's like, It's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> uh, not as good as it was in high school, but good. It's yeah, probably, probably better. Honestly, I, I bet know. it's better. High school does little... suck. I bet yeah. he knows what the clitoris is at this point. Sorry, I've talked about your grandma. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, when my uh, cousin moved in with his now wife before they got married, my grandma was like, it's all my fault. I and love my, your mama. And my aunt was oh like, my why? God. And she was like, I let chicks stay the night. And we're not married. Oh. <laughs> She's I like, I set guilt. a bad example. <laughs> Bobby, I'm sending you a link of and how And my dad was like, is. oh, yeah, it's your like. fault. <laughs> your dad just let her crap, put that burden on. He's like, yep. yeah. Yeah, that's my mama right there. Um, that's so I cute. I feel like I have a picture of her sledding saved in my phone. Yeah, there's an awesome picture of her sledding on my Instagram. <laughs> uh, Sue, how did you break your foot? I didn't was break it, my foot. It, what did you I do? Just fell off. No, I didn't even fall. I jumped down from the wall. Okay. I just rolled it. So she was in like a full cast, and we had these big trays for you know service. And we had a hill outside the restaurant. <laughs> it just snowed in Park City. She's like, I'm going to take this down. And we're like, okay, cool, do it. We have nothing going on. Like, go sit. <laughs> and she, did, she didn't get very far, but I do remember that cast getting completely filled with snow. Yeah. In true spirit. You know, you got to. Yeah, it was worth the try. Oh, my God, that's well. her? Yeah. She is Killing it down that sled, girl. Girl, mama's going to have a fun time with us. Bring her to Salt Lake. Oh, oh, Suze, uh, by the way, I'm moving to Hawaii. You are? When? Uh, in July for three months. Okay, that's awesome. Congratulations. It's going to be great. Because remember when you went? What should I do? Did you and Emily go together? Yeah, we did. And where, where were you at? We were in uh, Maui. Just sending these amazing pictures to me, too, where she's just like total fashion model ripped body. She was trying to turn me gay that summer. It didn't work, but she was trying. Who was? was? My my platonic romantic Hawaiian vacation. You're like, friends, (laughs) if you're my friend, we should kiss. That's what friends do. (laughs) And touch boobs. She's trying to get these like juvenile ways to like be a lesbian without cheating on her husband. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah, you. What the fuck was that? We're friends, we should kiss. I just imagined us. I like, thought that's what Sus was saying to you. Like, I thought Sus <laughs> was trying to get you to kiss her. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying oh. like, if, if oh, I I've never tried. Tur- if I was ever gonna turn gay, it would have been the summer where she was in Hawaii sending me these amazing pictures of her body. Oh, <laughs> where she's like sunbathing and like there's the surf behind her and stuff. Like she, I mean, she just looked good. She looked like she's rocking. Sus, this is what I love about Sus. She hangs out in any situation she's at. She's just she's just there for it, and I love it. So she looked like a Hawaiian goddess. I was just there I, for it. She's I was just, just picking up the it. vibes. That's the that's something I very much respect about you. You pick up the vibes and you go for it. Can I share this picture of Mama on the blog with your with your episode? Yeah. Rad. Everybody, <laughs> look at the blog for that. That's a good yeah. picture. It's a great picture. I'm just like I didn't know we had a blog. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the blog. Yeah, you're welcome. Could you imagine it's, how? T- it's the I episode mean- resources. It's not. It's not a blog. It's just the episode resources. Okay. Well, Suze, I mean, you can empathize with this because we ran a restaurant together. Uh, do you feel bad for Kendra for having a podcast with me? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, who who would think that? All my all because I guess because I'm weird about certain stuff. I'm just nuts about certain stuff. I don't give a fuck. So am I. 
It's a really good experience to I'm be in saying, a relationship with you. If you, you want someone to empathize with you, I'm saying Suze <laughs> would be the person because we've been we've been in a professional uh, courtship before because we Listen. ran a restaurant together. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I was just here for the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you were the aunt. Here's here's the here's the story we came up with because uh, Christy was my co-manager and I was like in love with him, mm-hmm. and uh, he moved on. And then Suze became the assistant manager, like, right before he left. Like, that was, like, sort of a thing. So the mm-hmm. whole thing was my husband had died, and he was Christy. It was Christy. He died. And the, his, the aunt came to help with the family because all my all the employees were my children. <laughs> God. <laughs> and a lot of them were theater kids, so we would always, like, you know, come up with these dumbass scenarios about life and then go night store and get hammered you know that's what we did that's i just fucking love that you're proficient at the business of restaurants like this is such a cool skill that you have bobby uh... just mothering all of these weirdos <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh... <laughs> paul asked me yesterday if i talked to you still i was like yeah dude she's coming to my podcast tomorrow he's like oh cool i straight up had to tell that's what I've been telling my new, like when I'm getting a job, I'm like, you don't want me here five days a week. I'll be, I'll end up being a burden for you. I'm like, if you want to like give me doubles a couple days a week, great. But you don't want me here five days a week. Cause I'll be a negative entity. Like I just won't, I won't, I won't kick in. I just won't. <laughs> I just told him I'm not cut out for more than 40 hours a week. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you listened. I was like, Good for you. Four days. Well, then he was like, what's the most you'd work? And I was like, five days. And then I was like, and then he's like, "What was the least amount you'd work?" And I was like, three days." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Deal." This is called healthy boundary setting. Like, it's fair. Yeah, he was like, "Cause I'd let you work seven days if you wanted to," and I was like, "Oh, I know." <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's like, yeah, make me. You'll kill me if if you let me. You know, if I let you, you'll kill you'd me. let me die. <laughs> <coughs> no, I think I think oh, he's just you. killing himself, so he thinks everyone else is. You know. No, I Are think he off? wants to die on a sailboat. <laughs> this <laughs> is his new thing. <laughs> but <laughs> if you're listening, like Matt, Sue? I didn't tell anyone that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think he listens. Um... Uh, probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. I, I, I agree. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Whatever. doesn't matter. Who's hard to say? to say um so yeah Kendra ask her your question oh yeah this is what I want to know now okay where because of your environmental studies are you going to move to Mm. you know I don't know (laughs) where's the ideal location where where is the place well there is no ideal location that's the problem with climate change right (laughs) everyone's going to be suffering in one way or another way. Um, That's true. I would think the best thing to possible to probably do is to move to a country who's actually doing something about it. And like, if you look at like how our countries responded to COVID, you're going to know exactly how they're going to respond to climate change, you know? So like move to countries that had adequate and robust responses. If you can, like if you have the privilege well, no, anywhere in Europe's doing better than what we're doing over here. Like, they're going to take care of their people. Um, yeah. You'd probably even do better in Korea or Japan. 
a lot of those countries, well, like you South know, like they they have social programs. You know, yeah, not North Korea. Don't. <laughs> 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 I mean, or do I? I don't know. Kim Jong Un. Really seen again. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's cute. He's hot he's, I want to lick those nipples. I liked when he faked his death. Do you think he was, was faking fun. his death, or do you think he was just like actually? I mean, what's the purpose of faking your death? Just to see. He was like, trying to get the people who were who were betraying him and his party to like come forward and like be out about it, and then he was like, "I'm not dead." <laughs> Slide a hand. <laughs> By the way, I'm not dead. <laughs> Slide a chunky hand. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Here's my little sausage fingers. I got you." Slide a hand. Oh. Um, <laughs> I want to live in Iceland. Do you think that's a bad idea? Nah, it could be cool. There's like no trees there, but it could be cool. What does that mean? Oh, like there's like there's just like not mm. trees, trees there important. naturally. <laughs> Why? Yeah, trees are super important. Well, like the Amazon it's controls the Iceland. weather patterns in Africa. Iceland's that's tested. In Africa. I know. I'm just telling you. I'm just hitting you with the hard well, why facts. Why does Iceland have trees? Tell me. Tell me they why. don't have them naturally. Why? It just didn't happen for them. Like, evolution didn't bring the trees there. All the trees have been planted. <laughs> Humans brought the trees there. <laughs> there's, like, a couple of natural them, okay? trees, but there's just, like, not a lot of trees, okay? <laughs> They're not like everybody. <laughs> So there's not something like in the soil or something that makes them not, or it's, or is the weather too harsh? You know, or I'm going to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could, you say you try, you try, you were filling out bullshit and then you're like, no, I'm going to stop. This is on public. Yeah, I got to stop. I don't actually, someone's going to, someone's going to Google me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Googling What's myself. What's my dream job? Liz Lemon, can I use your computer? <laughs> can <I Google> <laughs> That's exactly what I was referencing. Can I Google myself <laughs> in your office? <laughs> can I use your computer? Well, how else are you going to do it? <laughs> right on. <laughs> Shit. Um, what's your dream job? Uh, Stay-at-home activist. <laughs> no, I don't actually know. <laughs> Do you write shitty emails from bed to doc- uh, to doctor to uh, Governor Cox like I do? I actually left him some mean voicemails <laughs> for a while when they were having that hotline. I was leaving some spicy voicemails, calling them like idiots and stuff, and like really sticking it to him. <laughs> You're like stupid. Um, so does Summit County have the mask mandate? What do you think about the overturned mask mandate? Are you just like whatever at this point? Well, it's just like, okay, I thought Republicans were all against big government, and here they are overturning local municipalities, doing something that they think is going to better their community. So, like, what are mm-hmm. they really about? Are they going to start – Is are we done policing people's bodies then? Like, is that what we're doing? Because that would be great. <laughs> right, right. But that's like, not that's, at all what they're what the doing, you know? Is, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, but, right. like, that's not it. It's just, I like just- – it's a ridiculous, well, like, hypocritical thing states, to be doing. Right. Everyone always pushes states' rights, but it's like, state rights, well, guess what's even more important than state rights? Uh, citizen rights. 
people always talk about state rights. They never talk about the Ninth Amendment, which is citizen rights, like people, the rights of the people, mm-hmm. individual rights. And I don't know. The whole thing's just like frustrating to well, me because it's like, also, I just, like it, a mass. That's sorry. We're I think we're like a like a second off too. <laughs> yeah, we are, but it's okay. Because <laughs> I can edit it out a little bit. Yeah, we're all we're almost done, anyways. But um, I think it's a. Uh, I don't know. Do you do you find this in your own uh, community, Methodist community, where people who taught you how to be like Christ, like just refuse to be, like a, ma- a mask is so simple, and like it's in the Bible too that like if you're sick, you should cover, you should like be cl- try to clean yourself up and not be around people. <laughs> but like totally, totally. Well, I think that's cut. That's been one of the hardest things for me is watching all these people who taught me how to be Christian, not be Christ like at all, especially during this thing where it's like it's a mask, dude. And literally, and it also showed how many people don't understand how the respiratory system works, which was wild <laughs> yeah it's super wild well yeah it's a bummer to watch like a lot of churches do <laughs> like they just don't uphold mask mandates they're not social distancing there's stuff like that like there's like it just affects their community and that's what's the bump that's a bummer and then they're going out into other people communities and they're like well i don't do it in my community so why would i offer that to someone else and they're just like kind of discounting like people who are like disabled or there's like so many people who are affected by your choice not to wear a mask, whether you think they are affected or not. And like, if this putting a piece of clothing over my mouth is like the, like the smallest thing I've ever been asked to do to like better someone's livelihood. So whatever. I wonder, I wonder like if the same thing was happening when people are like, we need to all start wearing like pants. We were like, no, I want my (laughs) dick out. Like, nah, (laughs) it's my right. My right. (laughs) Well, I saw a Facebook this is post HBO. yesterday that was like, um, <laughs> all kids that have lice deserve to have an education too, and they deserve to be like next to kids who don't have lice. Like, I was like, that's a, I mean. Listen, as someone who had lice for fourth grade and fifth grade, who had the lice lamp as my reading lamp because the school nurse just let us borrow it because my thing was so out of control. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess it just shows how my mom ha- my mom handled the pandemic the exact same way. I had lice from the end of fourth grade all through summer and into fifth grade until oh, like that's so miserable. December, January of fifth grade, and they would send me home, and my mom would do like the she wouldn't read the instructions. My mom never reads the instructions, which drives me crazy. Maybe ADHD. That's why, well, maybe ADHD. that's why maybe that's why Jake was having Al read the instructions to his BB gun because he was like. I hate the mom doesn't read the instructions, <laughs> but um, I had it forever, and I would have liked to not have it. But I think absolutely, I should not have put everyone else in the line of fire with my lice. Like I just shouldn't have been there. I took weeks out of school because they're like, you can't come back until the lice is gone, mm-hmm. and then they would just let me back in because my, nothing was changing. It was just like too quote unquote too hard for my mom or whatever. Mm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and then finally one day I was like, finally one day I was like, if you don't if we don't get rid of this lice today, I'm shaving my hair, my head. Cause I had like long blonde hair. And of course she loved it. And, mm-hmm. um, but like I, w- before she came and got me from school, I was over at my friend's house, uh, eating lunch. It's just like mm-hmm. the whole entire class got immune to lice before I got rid of it. Mm. <laughs> so it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I should, I don't think that's fair. I think that's, that's an actually great, uh, comparison. And as someone who, was the lice carrier i should not have been in class with those kids it's inappropriate there you go you heard it here folks (laughs) bobby do you follow are you friends with my dad on facebook by chance 
I'm not on Facebook. Guy Fieri. Oh, okay. Well, you're you're missing out. He likes to start debates in his Facebook feed. Um, and most recently, <laughs> I have. So he posted a political cartoon of Jesus and a sick man. Yeah, I gotta I gotta read it to you because I feel like this is very imperative to what we're talking about. But okay. Jesus, okay. the sick man says. Uh, he's like, but only say the word and I shall be healed. And Jesus says, get vaccinated. This is the political <laughs> cartoon he posted, right? So he's got hot topics. Like people are going at each other in the comments. This guy goes, David, he goes, hey, big assumption to speak for Jesus. And my dad responds, like, my yeah. I do. He said, yeah, I do it every week. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. But like he's, this he's is just like Jesus this is one of table. many. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's Jesus flipping the table for sure. <laughs> I want more. Yeah, he's more. flipping more. I want more past flipping away. the table in the temple. That was his best one recently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can I follow your dad? Where is this at? You can follow him on Instagram, but Facebook you have. You could definitely just send him a friend request. He's not sure what's going on on there. Hell yeah, I'm. Fo- oh, he doesn't let me follow him. We don't have enough people in common. Shit. So just add him as a friend. I can't. I'll send you a screenshot. Is that Facebook? Is this how Facebook's running now? Yeah. It's you like, have to have mutuals I don't have any to add people? Content. Yeah. Weird. That's weird. That is so weird. I didn't know. Well, you I'm know what? At... It's fine. I'm out of the Facebook gang. You know. Continue I... on with your jokes. <laughs> that was funny and I ruined it. No, no, no. That was the only one I had for you. I just thought you would appreciate it. I can't follow him everything he does i love him he's great follow if he was like a less cool pastor i would not I uh be as proud of him you know <laughs> yeah but that's that's you know what you do love him and you're proud and that's pretty cute yeah um, i just feel like you there's something cool about your family because like your dad is this is why I'm never like anti-religious people because of the pastor goings, because of the Susannas. And like, I feel like he has this perspective, like a broad perspective because like, I know your mom has mental, like she suffers with like, she's like depression. Right. And mm-hmm. um, then like you have, you know, he's just, he's just like not set in his ways. And I think that's so important being a pastor, I guess, but I'm also, but that I, I say the exact opposite all the time. Cause I'm like, if God knows, he knows, but I think, just having that open thing where it's like that's that was Jesus like he was like come on bring bring me the suffering and I just I, I dig that about you know I'm not anti-pastor Dwayne at all like so this is where I become not anti-religious as the pastor Dwayne's out there so good on yeah you, I think I think Dwayne tries really hard to like educate himself and like be the best leader he can be like he's always reading the next book and challenging himself to look outside his own perspective. And I think that's really important. And like, he had friends like in his youth who were like, Hey, you're racist. And like, he was like, I'm racist. He like called himself out on it. And he like worked on it and he became an ally, you know, like he's taken steps like retroactively throughout his life to like address his own biases towards people. And like, um, he'll talk about it too, like pretty openly, like in church. Um, he's addressed it. And I've heard, I've heard a lot of his sermons. Pastor Duane. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I think we all should start to be a little bit like Pastor Dwayne. <laughs> because that is really how <clears throat> I don't want my leader to be perfect either. Like, that's what I love about, like, 
because I feel like he hasn't gone like down the like he's not like a recovering meth head or anything. I hate those ones drive me crazy. That's like I was no, no, no. to the Lord. <laughs> he's just like straight up like, hey, nothing like crazy bad. Or I mean, not, I don't know. I'm, I'm speaking out of school, but like he's just naturally a loving guy, I guess. Like he's I like that mm-hmm. he's constantly bettering himself. Yeah, he's and always he's wanted to. Great he kids. always wanted to be a pastor, you know. That's really it must cool. be nice. That was his know dream. It must yeah, be nice to actually dream. be a part of a church that, like, you, like, I want to yeah. actually lead a flock. Uh, like, that's really cool. Was he raised Methodist is, then? He was raised Methodist, yeah. He grew up, he went to Asbury Methodist his whole life in Charlestown. Okay. And so, well, and he, nice. as soon as he went what to college, is, uh, he became a youth pastor. So. It was in he the was blood. Like, all in. He's like, I'm in. <laughs> it's in the blood. <laughs> um, the blood of Christ. Talk a little bit about the financial. <laughs> Play to that blood of Christ. Uh, can can we talk Ooh. about like a pay structure a little bit? Uh, about because you said like the first forty thousand is tax free. Like what 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 would you say people don't understand I don't about? No. Uh, well, pastors receive a tax credit, but. Um, it's not that much if you're raising a family of six. <laughs> um, yeah, he tells a funny story. He was like, once we had this neighbor and we'd get cheese and milk delivered for because we were on women and children like the food stamps when my dad started uh-huh. being a pastor and his neighbor was like, how'd you get the milkman to deliver? And he was like, we're poor. <laughs> <laughs> We're poor. <laughs> We're poor. I love it. <laughs> and his neighbor was like, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, the, <laughs> I don't think the pay structure is really that great for uh, pastors. It really depends on, like, your bishop, your size of your church, I think. Um, my dad has two jobs. He's always had two jobs as long as he's worked. Um, his second job is he runs a doctorate program through the United Theological Seminary in Dayton, Ohio. So he has like five to seven doctorate students a year who he oversees like thesis. Yeah. And dissertations. It's crazy. That's so cool. Good for, that's so cool. Like, so you have like an intelligent, what is your, your, what does your mom do? She's, she, she's the biologist, right? Yeah. So dad has a doctorate in theology and my mom has a doctorate in biomolecular (laughs) physics. (laughs) Biomolec- yeah, biomolecular physics. Wow. So these are people that are intelligent and also religious, which I think is cool. Or spiritual. I don't think, do you think, do you think, I mean, your dad's a Methodist, obviously, and your mom is too, right? Yeah, they both are. So, like, but, like, it's not, do you think meth- being a Methodist is a religion, or do you think it's just uh, a structure to follow? Um, It really depends what, how. Would you say your dad's religious or spiritual? Oh, yeah. No, I would say he's religious. Okay. But the- yeah, so like this is one yeah. of those uh those things where like I mean, I think there is a big huge misconception that everyone who's religious is stupid. That's not true. The I mean there are a lot of people who are just like don't open their mind, but the fact that Pastor Dwayne mm-hmm. and your mom can uh open up they're obviously intelligent human beings. They have master's degrees, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they have doctorates. Like, all as fuck. Yeah, so, like, all pastors in the church have to have masters in the United Methodist Church to get ordained. Why is that? It's just part of the educational just requirement. Want to be intelligent? 
Well, they just want them to like have taken theology classes and understand theology and all those things and history of religions and all that kind of stuff. Do they ever have any training uh, for like counseling a group or counseling a person like Mormon bishops? They don't have any like social work background or anything. Do pastors have something like that in your church? Not that I'm aware of, but I know that is, like, part of the job. Right. Yeah, yeah but I'm um, saying, I, even just to have someone who has, like, uh, a, I mean, like, a master's in theology, yeah. yes. that means that they're, they know how to think. So, like, there's yeah. zero requirement to becoming the bishop except for, like, paying your tithing and being temple-worthy, right? Right. Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's... I think my bishop was an election. And having a penis. Having a penis. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a dick. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> The smaller, the better. <laughs> <laughs> and clean shaven. <laughs> um, Not so... like Jesus. <laughs> God, right? Just the fact that uh, the depictions of Jesus are white, it drives me. It drives me crazy. It's like he would have he wouldn't have lived to his thirties if he looked like that. No, he was not ripped Jesus... like that. Come on. <laughs> Like, it wasn't white like that. Is Jesus white in the Methodist church? No, Jesus isn't white in anybody. Shouldn't be white in anyone's church. I mean, they're like the portrayals of Jesus have historically been white, right? But that's not uh-huh. so much the case anymore. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, all right, cool. <laughs> How are we wrapping this up, girls? It's about yeah. that time. What is like. Okay, so you're this pastor's daughter. You do rock mm-hmm. climbing. You moved to Utah because yeah. of theater. Mm-hmm. Theater. How would you describe your like journey? And would you say that you like, like on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate Utah? Hmm. I think my journey's be- been really fun. Uh. I've been a part of like a lot of different communities and been like pretty radically accepted by a lot of different communities and gotten to like find who I want to be through those people and with those people by my side, whether it was like in the church, in theater, and then in rock climbing, like I've kind of seen myself change and that's been really lovely. And Utah's really cool as a place. I think the outdoor access is like kind of unbeatable and I like the people and I like the city and all that kind of stuff um but i don't like the politics and <laughs> i could do without <laughs> some of a couple of the mormons like just just like <laughs> if a couple of them would leave that would be sick but uh <laughs> we could keep some of them <laughs> we're leaving but as fast as we can okay oh my god get out of the group chat <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I got to live here. Definitely. It was like one of the coolest times to be in Utah, especially as like a climber and as um just like kind of a human being. So cool. Were you at the were you at the protests when they started the car on fire? I was not. I was still hiding in my apartment scared mm. at that point. Was that scary to live in that cuz you lived in the abs at the time? Was it could you hear what was going on and stuff from your apartment? Um, not at all. And honestly, later when I, I went down to a couple of the protests and I was telling my sister this and I was like, 
there was something like actually kind of like holy about being a part of mm-hmm. those protests you know like mm-hmm. church is not necessarily a place like church is like a movement or should be a mm-hmm. movement like should be people working actively towards the greater good of other people whether or not it affects them like that's that's what jesus wants like that's what church is like it's like collective good so like going to a protest is better than going to sunday depending on who your pastor is you know yes (laughs) right right no that's actually that's beautiful man like honestly that's that's a cool way to put it i never i never went to any of the protests i will confess um well i did i'm worried about face recognition software i feel like some of us need to not Oh yeah, I wore my mask. Well, that's I why take we were supposed phone. to wear your mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you didn't take your phone. Good job. <clears throat> You're smart. Yeah. Um, I had those numbers written about it. But you are right yeah. that like it was. Uh, it felt right to do. You're like, this mm. is what I'm here for. Yep. I want change, and I'm acting for it. I was like, this is the moment. Like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. What was so. the energy? What what was the energy like? Describe was it like palpable? Like could you cut it with? Oh a knife? yeah. Like, and did it feel like more more good than bad? Was there scary um, moments? Like what was? Like none of the protests I ever went to were there's scary moments. Um, I think like definitely like there's a lot of sorrow that goes into like having to protest something such as like mm-hmm. people dying unnecessarily from Absolutely. violence. Um, but in that gathering i like felt really hopeful like yes it was like really sad that like this is something we had to do but like seeing these people come together like gave me hope that like change could be possible and like maybe people would actually see it yeah no i think that's that's like i I love the way you put it like it's just that's the best way i've heard it described because i really did feel like i was missing out on something and uh i think i love that i love that spirit of like hey just so you know we're here for you because I mean, just being a gay ally, I mean, as soon as you know about this, it's just showing up and being there for them is. Oh, yeah. And just knowing that, like, I'm safe in a space with you, like, you're safe in a space with me. Right. Right. Like, I'm not going to let anyone hurt you. Yeah. And do you feel like, uh, as a white chick, you have to let that be known? Do you feel like you have to do that here? Because Kendra and I were kind of talking about it. She says, like, I'm overly aggressive about it. And I agree with that. But, um,. Do you feel like you have to let people know, like, hey, I'm not going to, you're, you're, you're in a safe space. Do you feel like you have to let, let, let that be known? Um, I don't really feel like I've had to do that in like my community necessarily, but I do try to like go out of my way to like make sure people who are like new in my space, like feel safe around me in the sense yeah. of like, I'll always give them like a, Hey, what's up? How are you? Depend doesn't matter like who they are, like at the climbing mm. gym. Cause I know like sometimes like people can even be weird there. And so, but like, what, what can you do except for like interact with people, how you'd hope to be interacted with? Right. Exactly. Well, that's a huge lesson, right? Too. Right. It's like, I mean, this is, this is how, this is why I am torn about religion is because people like you, Suze, you were raised, you're the pastor's daughter. I mean, I don't think you're without sin or anything, but I think you are genuinely good. I think you're genuinely kind. I think you're genuinely care about what's going on in the world. And I think a lot of that was taught through a church setting. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they, how do they expect to like teach us about like Jesus? Like, and then not expect us to become radicals. Like you just taught me about someone who like loves everyone and like fights for the greater good. And then you want me to become a Republican. Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not down. Jesus is not down. Like those are basically <laughs> Romans. Like, come on. 
See, you are such a good pastor. pastor. (laughs) I just like heard a lot. I think I just know honestly a lot of sermons. that's what frustrates me the most. I mean, you and I have had conversations about religions, religion since the beginning of our friendship, but like with like my, these people, this is why I struggle with the Mormon church. This is why I struggle with because like these people were not participating. The people are the higher, the higher up you go in the church, it felt the more you are a piece of shit. And look, this is a broad statement. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is hundred percent true, but it's like, mm-hmm. there were, uh, cl- there was classes within my church you know like mm-hmm. I'm talking, like the poor, the poor people were one thing the rich people were another thing there was you know i mean i was i've always been fat so there that was a thing too and it's just like this shit that shouldn't matter when i go into school going to go into sunday school into church mm-hmm. mattered way too much and that was a huge turnoff for me so it's always so refreshing for me to hear your 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 side of it where like i don't feel like you're religious but i feel like it's not something you would ever change maybe in your life no i i wouldn't give up those experiences i felt like i was kind of raised by like a community of people who like really loved and adored my family kind of regardless of like who we necessarily were Mm -hmm. um and i feel like i just like kind of grew up in a village you know like less than just like a small family like i had so many adults around me who like genuinely cared about my well-being and who like wanted me to like succeed and like I felt that from a young age and that was really lovely about church and I think that might be why it was so hard to like reconcile my faith and figure out what I wanted to believe you know too is like I felt like I was leaving this like really incredible experience um, that's awesome because yeah, like that- I know a lot of kids in Mormon kingdom would be like I really regret growing up in the church because I feel like I had my experiences stifled mm-hmm. I don't- I don't feel regret necessarily. I feel like I don't hate who I am. There has, I've spent a lot of time hating who I am. It wasn't, I don't know. I mean, this is just me totally speculating on your life, but it feels like the, the pressures were different, I guess. Or were there pressures or were you, you just like, nah? Um, I mean, I definitely had pressures to like be like the best and like do the things I was asked to do. Like, but I don't know if that was, extra because of church or extra because of myself like putting those own pressures upon myself like holding myself to my own expectations of who I thought my parents wanted me to be right Mm -hmm. but I don't know I don't feel like it messed me up very much so like that's good (laughs) (laughs) no I think you're I honestly think you're like such a great person and I'm so glad you were on this podcast and uh, yes Oh my God! Thank you for coming on. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Thank I you mean, for I having me. Talking to you. I feel like we just barely we just unpeeled one, one layer of the onion. You're, you're I know that it was hard to get you on the first time, but we're gonna have to have you back. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I'm ready now. She's, she's I, just a I, busy gal. I'm busy. <laughs> so I haven't seen movies. I'm busy. <laughs> well, I think it's intimidating to come on a podcast. So you don't know what the fuck it's gonna be like. But we're just shooting the shit, really. <laughs> yeah we're just talking about stuff and things yeah so take note fine. people that are scared to answer my text when i'm like what's up <laughs> be on my podcast and you're like no you can talk about whatever you want <laughs> yeah literally whatever you want i like how you apologize for saying fuck at the beginning that was actually <laughs> the part that stays in my so heart cute. Free. <laughs> uh yeah All right, so we're, at the t- we're at the two hour mark um i want to say thank you so much for being on i love you so much you, you're seriously like uh, i love you guys too 
you're like a huge part of my mm-hmm. life. Like, you're seriously like a huge part of my affection. So I love you dearly. And thank you for being on. And we do the, we say this season in Jesus Christ. Do you want to do it with us? Yes. We say amen together. What do you everybody. say? Oh so yeah. I say we say these things. Kendra says in the name of Jesus Christ. And then we all say amen together. That's our tradition. Hallelujah. Let's do it. it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, all right. Thanks again, Susanna, Anna, Anders. Uh, we say these things. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.